VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, look, Guitar Hero, we're bringing it back. All right. Hell yeah. This is going to be huge. This is going to be great. But this is this is great for us. Uh, but even with micro, Microsoft's muscle, we can't really. We're not bringing back all the songs. We can't afford them. Yeah, we kind of ended up in uh, licensing hell here with some of these. For instance, you know, Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Like that was just such like a song people loved. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, the Lemmy Estate. Uh, has said that we can't use it. So it's out, unfortunately. Yeah, no, and, you know, uh, the song Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, great track. Blue, o- Blue Oyster Cult said yeah, but the Godzilla estate said no. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, because they had to license his, you know, rights. His uh, that was a yeah. whole thing. Um, Fat Lip is out some 41 song. Uh, so Ozzy apparently vetoed both Iron Man uh, from Black Sabbath and Bark at the Moon. Uh, his solo song, unfortunately, those are both out. Uh, Franz Ferdinand, they said, take me off the list because they didn't want us to use take me out. Yeah. And the Donna's also said, take it off, meaning their song. They said, take, it, take it out. Yeah. It was, it was weird because like Franz Ferdinand was like, take me off. And the Donna's were like, take it out. Yeah. We were like, like, what is that? They're like, yeah, we'll just, we don't use our songs. So well, those ones are out. And then they got mad at us because we were like, well, you guys should switch what you, you said. You should switch what you said. And they were like, why are you giving us shit? We're not going to be in your game anyway. We're definitely not going to be in it now. So unfortunately, those are out. Uh, Killer Queen, you know, Queen had that movie and all a lot of yeah. the rights to their catalog actually went to the movie studio. So we can't use that anymore. I got a confusing email from Judas Priest uh-huh. because they said, you've got another thing coming. And I was like, OK, well, they're going to send us a different song. Yes. It was actually a cease and desist was, order. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So unfortunately, yeah. we can't use their music. Uh, Incubus, uh, Stellar, unfortunately, not gonna not gonna be a stellar fit for the show for the game. But unfortunately, yeah. it's not gonna be in it anymore. No. Uh, and then um, you know, Helmet as unsung is unfortunately gonna remain unsung in the new Guitar Hero reboot because we can't use it. Yeah, yeah, we can't we can't use it at all. Um, and it's just what are we? What, what is Guitar Hero without these classic songs, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big issue, and I've thought about it a lot, and here's the thing. We may not have gotten really the rights to any of the songs from the original Guitar Hero, but we get the rights to a new song that I think is going to blow everyone away. Yeah, and I've actually done some... You okay? No, I'm just getting really like emotional just uh-huh. thinking about it. I've done some some testing on the song and uh like just some internal testing with yeah. the the layout and like how it plays in the game and I think that I think this is maybe the hardest song we've ever put in the game ever in both terms of difficulty in playing and it 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 goes hard. Yeah, it makes a Dragon Force look like Kitten Force. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, through the fire and the flames. Uh, that's kid shit. Is what I'm talking about over here. Let's. Should we just play it? Here, here we go. Thank <laughs> you. 
I'm telling you. We jam on our plastic fretboards and activate our star power as we game and tell the Guitar Hero franchise. This week on Get Played. Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Matt Abadaka. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Get Played. Matt, once again, Heather is not with us. She will be out for the next couple of weeks, taking care of some stuff. Yeah. Uh, But uh, we've got a great lineup of guests, including today, that are going to be uh, accompanying us in her absence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to, we're pulling out all the stops. Pulling out all the stops. Not one stop remains. Is that a music thing? Hmm. That's like an organ thing, pulling out all the stops of an organ? Let's ask our guest. Or is it like, because it'd also be like removing all the stop signs on a On a, on a train track or something. Yeah, so you can yeah. fucking just, like, just go for through. it. through, yeah. Oh yeah, on a train track, pulling out all the stops, so we're just like making a direct route. It's mm. just an express line all of a sudden. This That's interesting. This could have been a chicken and the egg situation, too. It could it could have been, you know, both Look, at a certain point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to search for some etymology right now. No, okay. I mean, this is exactly what out. the listeners want. They're losing their minds. Someone, I know someone listening right now is screaming, it's from this! And we're the big dipshits. Okay, it was a pipe organ. It is ru- it is removing all of the stops of a pipe organ, and uh, that regulates an instrument sound. I'm reading here from uh, dictionary.com. Uh, the stop knobs on a pipe organ are used to regulate the instrument sound by selecting which set of pipes are active at a given time. Each pipe plays a note, and the organ's pipes are arranged in sets. An organ might have 10 ranks. Okay, 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 okay. To pull all the stops is, is to pull every knob out so the air is allowed to blast through every rank as the organist plays, which creates a powerful blast of unfiltered sound. Uh, hopefully not every knob, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's take it easy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a holy place. It's house of God. Uh <laughs> So yeah, Heather's gonna be out for the next couple of weeks, yeah. but um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep uh, uh plowing away here. Uh, we're gonna continue to pull out all the stops, um, and uh, and including next week where we're going to be talking about uh Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Phantom Liberty for our We Play You Play. That's when we dedicate a whole episode to one game we're all playing. Um, that's coming next Monday, October thirtieth, and I can say it now right now. Our guest is Sean Diston. He's gonna confirmed. Join us. And guess what, Sean? If you're listening to this, you better not back out. Yeah, we're gonna look like real assholes if you cancel on us now. <laughs> No, he was very excited uh, to we're, come on. We're thrilled to have him back on. That's right. And thrilled to have today's guest on. Whew. Returning to the show, our friend Zane Carney. Hi, Zane. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing first, great. First time in person. Yeah, we just met. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. We had a, we had an embrace in the in the elevator. Yeah, it was awesome. I Wait, liked that. Is that true? Because we because I remember we, you've guested on. It, it's been a few years since you've been guesting on the show. Yeah, but three I guess I, but I guess it was all it, on on Zoom. It was yeah. all virtual because we have met in person that at our friend's wedding. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, um, you weren't there. That's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess I wasn't invited. <laughs> Oops. Son of a... Awkward. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. And you then, can't go to every wedding. Also, the full stop thing, that is true. And it's weird because wow. like, some of the stops are 
harmonic intervals in between the octaves. So they're like, you can pull out certain stops where you get all octaves, and then there's like two or three in the middle where it's like five-eighths of the octave, and very strange. Okay, well, wow. let's get into it, Zane. Have you messed around with organs before? You get, I have. You get, you're getting your hands dirty in there. Yeah, I have yeah. a, a farfisa E-type organ that I picked up on my actual street. I live like in a suburban neighborhood. Wow. Address is 4 Fort no. <laughs> um, but I picked it up because someone was getting rid of it from their house, and I just like carted it back to my house. Uh, it was very, actually heavy and and stressful. But yeah, I have this organ that 85 to 90% works and I use it on recordings. And wow. Yeah. Someone was just like, I don't want this organ anymore and like left it out with the garbage. Yeah, it kind wow. of felt like, I hope it's okay I took it, but it felt like maybe someone died and they're like, oh, we don't need this crap anymore. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But it's case. really cool. I mean, it's- Best case scenario, somebody passed away and they just yeah. left it out outside. Yeah. Mo- yeah. 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 <laughs> so fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it, I, I play organ and I, I uh, am close friends with a guy named Charles Jones. He used to be my roommate. He's like, for any listeners who listen to Andrew Day or Joss Stone or Scary Pockets, Volpeck, he's, uh, he sings with them. He plays with these people. Wow. He's like, in my opinion, the best organist alive right now. Wow. Okay. wow. And so I've, I've watched him work and been like, oh man, how do you know which stop to push in for this one chord in this one part of the song? It's what are, remarkable. What are those ones that are like, those like funny ones? <laughs> <laughs> like like the handheld thing? No. Like, the, <laughs> that they have like all the like, they have like, like you know, like little things are like, woo, yeah, woo, yeah. oh my God, those are crazy. Those are awesome. What yeah. are those called? I don't know, but uh, every time I see one, I'm like, this is, this is a lot. Who, why did they do that? You sounded like Otto uh, lobbying for how to spend the Springfield Elementary budgets. <laughs> you know those guitars that are like double guitars? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What yeah. are those funny uh, organs? Yeah. Uh, they have like, yeah, like gears on them and stuff, and then they make different kind of funny noises. Maybe they have like a train whistle on it or something. Yeah. They're funny. Very funny. I my my knowledge of organs is like you know I've obviously seen the church organ and and uh but but like yeah. is is like the the digital versions like a Roland or a the like because there are, I don't know if synths and organizers are in the same sort or, or organs rather yeah I call I just called it I just took yeah, synthesizer organ. and organ and made <laughs> yeah. it into organizer that could be cool uh, yeah it's a, it's not not a real portmanteau um different word the but organs like like the the, the synthier organs like are those kind of in the same the, the, they use the same principle or this, they do is it all kind electronic? Of, okay. Yeah, and I obviously, I mean, I, I I don't play piano that well or keyboards, but um, but I have a lot of friends who play Nord, those like red keyboards. Okay. And those Charls likes using them for the tone. This whole box is me about Charles Jones. Let's uh, it's you know what, Zane? Yeah. Uh, why yeah. don't you just get Charles in here? Yeah, and, uh, I should, oh, God, he would be the best guest. He's the best. I'm gonna send this podcast to him and be like, I talked wow. about you. But um, but yeah, like the thing is on the Nord to change the stops, you have to press this like black button on top that like scrolls through and cycles through which stops. So mm. it's messy. He loves to just pull in and out. And maybe we'll talk about it later. I guess now. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I'm doing this uh, gig on October 30th. I don't know when this episode comes out. But, uh, this will be out before that. Oh, yeah. Really cool. Yeah, we're, my band Evan and Zane, we're playing at Zebulon. And it's this band I have with Evan Rachel Wood. Oh, it's hell like yeah. Her and me. That's cool. And we do these theme-based shows. And this theme is Halloween. And our organist is Charles Jones. Wow. And he's truly the best. So we're like we're spending like half our budget on renting an organ for him. <laughs> wow. Because it's just he needs to be on a real one. Yeah, can't, yeah, Can't yeah. be a Nord. Uh, no offense to Nord, but yeah. But yeah, the digital stuff's interesting. I mean, CEO of Nord is a Patreon yeah. subscriber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what did I do? I supported you guys for years. That's amazing. That's amazing. But yeah, no, he, him on an organ with like a, a three-stop organ where it goes between slow, fast, and then there's a middle stop and like a Leslie. It's it's a holy experience. It's we're giving him like eight solos during the night, mm-hmm. and he's opening for us for wow. half an hour of just spooky Halloween music. Wow. And he's part of the band for us, so he wears skull makeup. Like our entire band is has skull makeup on. Yeah. Sorry. 
Um, and so he'll just be this skull faced dude on an organ for half an hour opening the set. Yeah, he's, he's the best. And that's cool. It's just like video games, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so video games. Uh, it's like a different, because, you know, you can change your outfit in video games. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can buy it for Save a fee. It. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. All right, here's a, 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 a we, we we have a lot of, of music-based video gaming to talk about. We're going to get to that in a second. Uh, but I'm just going to clunkily segue into this, the question we, we always ask at the top of each show, Zane, uh, which is, what are you playing? Oh, wow. by the way, oh, I was going to do the Resident Evil voice. I forgot. I was going to do like, what are you? But then I thought I'd get in trouble if I interrupted. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, I don't think Can the I Resident just... Evil merchant is here, so you're probably yeah. safe to your own impression. Guess what? I'm his brother, uh, Larry. <laughs> Goddamn joke. He gets all, all the love. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker. Shit. Um, yeah, man. I love him. Larry's uh, a union pipe. Fitter, yeah, 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 Yahtzee, hey, <laughs> local one, Broadway type stuff. Um, I don't sell, he's I buy, a, I'm a seller, I'm a, I'm a buyer. He's a shadow boy, he's yeah. a shadow boy. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, I'm playing a, a couple things right now. I have in the studio right now, yes, a, a glow in the dark analog pocket. Yeah, it looks cool as hell, yeah. And I brought a UV light to shine on it, but it, wow, it wouldn't really show in this bright room, but um. But uh, yeah, I don't know how many they sold these, like 500, 1,000? Yeah, they, I don't know. They, it was sort of a more limited uh, run, but uh, yeah. yours, yours seems to have some sort of issue. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. So uh, yeah, I, I, I bought the thing. Unfortunately, I missed the actual window to buy. Uh-huh. I woke up at 7.45 a.m. I had my laptop and my cell phone uh, or like my computer. Sorry, guys. Let me make sure I tell you the truth on which okay, one it was. Yeah, no, I'm so sorry. This is going on the record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so I had two like IP addresses or something like looking. Yeah. And at 7.59 a.m. after refreshing like every second, it said, hey, no, no, thanks. You can't log in anymore. You're doing something sneaky. I'm like, well, then how do scalpers do it? Yeah. So I, I scrambled and I tried it on my phone. It said, nope, same IP. I'm like, no, no, no. And then I went into Wi-Fi off and then logged in at 8.01 a.m. I don't know. And then I clicked buy. It said, you have one minute left. You're going to get it. And then after the minute, it said, nope, you lost it. Oh, oh God! I called my friends. I'm like, I, I, I hate that I'm such an analog fanboy, uh, the company analog. But yeah. I think I'm gonna go on eBay and just see. Yeah, and it was not as much as I thought it would be. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. it was like with shipping and everything, 484 bucks. Okay, yeah, too yeah. much money. But yeah. right. it would have been 300 from analog with their crazy shipping. I'm like, okay. Yeah, so I bought it. I got it a couple days later, and then uh, I had it underneath my LED light for an hour uh-huh. while I put like the SD card in and stuff. And then I went to my room, like, not glowing at all. And I researched, you got to use incandescent lights and UV something or other. It's like, oh, okay, well, let's do the opposite of underneath an LED lamp for half an hour. Let's put it on my headboard lamp, which is a GU10 50-watt little incandescent lamp, the only one left in my house. Yeah. And I put it, like, a foot away, not realizing that's, like, really hot. So I melted oh my God. right above oh my the God. Game Boy link cable and the USB-C like barely fits. I can barely charge it. Oh my God. And yeah, that's what that, there's like kind of like a little uh, a, a deformed gash there. Yeah, it wow. looks really, it really burned. And then, uh, and then I went on Reddit to be like, hey guys, do you think this is still worth it? Like, can I sell it? Oh man, I got roasted on Reddit. <laughs> there were like 15,000 views of it, like 150 comments of people just com- like, oh man. There's this really funny comment right here. It says, one way to look at it is... That you now have a completely one-of-a-kind glow-in-the-dark analog pocket. <laughs> that is true. And and two people reached out to buy it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and maybe go. after this podcast, yeah. it'll be worth $1,000. Yeah, there, there you go. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. When, uh, we get a cut of that. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> Purchase 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Um, the, the mess up part is though, then two weeks later, freaking analog, god dang it, this company. Yes. They're like, translucent Game Boys now are available. And that's actually why I got the glow in the dark. I, I wanted to somewhat get the feeling of the first uh, video game thing I ever purchased, which was the Game Boy Pocket, like the green, extreme green translucent one. Right, right, right. I got that when I was like 11 or 12 years old because I sold a bunch of wrapping paper, which was a thing as a kid. You like... Like from like a like a school catalog or something, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I I had because like, there's no other way to get wrapping paper. So like this is like for the listeners that like don't have this now. They had these catalogs at school that you'd bring home and your parents would take it to work because there was just no way to buy wrapping paper. Yeah, I wish we'd had that when I was a kid. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm just too old for that. We sold like magazine subscriptions at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and you can't, yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't get magazines get anywhere else. No. Newsstands also, didn't exist. Yeah. I don't know if I ever mentioned this in the podcast, but the reason I know Eva Anderson, who's been a multi guest, yeah. It's because I was on a TV show with her father called Dave's World. Okay, yeah. CBS show back in the day. So before I played music, I was like a a, a washed up child actor or whatever. But um, you so, start washed up. You know, I started that way too. <laughs> but, um, actually, the first thing Harry ever said to me, may he rest in peace. He was like a second father to me. I, I yeah. miss him and love him. Um, but Harry fr- Anderson, great Harry actor, Anderson. comedian, and a magician. magician R.I.P. Yeah. First thing he ever said to me, uh, my mom and I walked onto the set, uh, Studio 19 at CBS Radford. And he said to my mom, I don't want this to be the biggest uh, biggest thing your, your kid ever does. He didn't stutter like I did, but I just stumbled. <laughs> he was so nervous to meet me. <laughs> no, no, he was like, yeah, he just wanted me to have a full life because a lot of child actors, it's That's great. challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But so, uh, yeah, I brought up Eva because I forgot. It's, fun to, it's just fun to talk so about. So good a podcast. Yeah. What the hell was I talking about? You're doing great. I don't know. Something about video games and, and glow-in-the-dark shit. Yeah. Yeah, you guys know about gaming? <laughs> oh, I really have no idea why I brought her up. Uh, but I love her. I wish I could trace She's the thread back too. If you remember, it, please stop anytime to so we could talk about Eva. Um, but so you brought you brought that in with you. Uh, they did release the uh, the translucent uh, model oh, afterwards. That's why. I, okay, I brought okay, it up because go. the reason why I demolished every kid in my school with wrapping paper yeah. is I worked on a show. So I went to all the cast members. I went to the props oh, department. Yeah. I sold like two thousand dollars worth of freaking <laughs> wall paper or whatever uh, wrapping paper, and I got like fifty bucks for that. <laughs> that's so funny. And so I was at my school, and I uh, won this little spinny wheel thing for fifty bucks for for getting selling all the wrapping paper. And my mom picked me up at, at Walter Reed, you know, junior high school. And she goes, all right, what do you want to do with this money? I'm like, I want to buy Pokemon. All right, this this new game that just came out. Uh-huh. So she's like, all right, let's go. So she bought me the Extreme Green Game Boy. I bought Pokemon Blue. And so when the Glow in the Dark Pocket came out, I'm like, it's green. It's sort of like that memory. Yeah. Freaking melted it, ruined it. And then two weeks later, hey, here's a green translucent Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> bought that, dude. And I considered buying that too, but I woke up too late. Yeah. yeah. I know. I kind of... I wanted the the translucent one because that sort of reminded me of my childhood as well. But the the purple, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, yeah. But I have I have the black one, and I was like, ah, like I don't even play this all the time. I right. like, shouldn't double dip on something. Then I'll use it half as much as <laughs> yeah, yeah. two now. <laughs> right. Uh, but it, they, I wish they had done that first. I know, yeah. man. I would have gone with another color. Even it wouldn't have had to have sure. been the purple one. I would. Yeah. 
The orange one looks pretty slick. But you know, ha- very happy with my black one. I, I, I love I love my little uh, analog pocket. Well, I also I almost bought, I was going to buy the red one for my brother. He does not game at all, but he's a musician like I am. And uh, the Nano Loop. I thought that would be fun for oh, me. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've always tried to like. I know it's good to buy gifts for someone that they actually want, but right, yeah. I've often bought gifts that like connect me to my friend. Like mm-hmm. if you get into this, we'll both hang out and do it. It's never worked with my sister and brother. They do not care about gaming. I always have that same impulse. I'm always trying. To, I'm always thinking like. Do you think my fiance would like want a switch? Right. It's like, or and she's like, no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's never like reached for my switch before. Right. I will say this though: the thing about playing the pocket, yeah. I, I it's become my most used device. Wow. The pocket. Yeah, it's such a it's a great travel companion. It's so yeah. easy to just take somewhere. Well, and also even at home because I've been obsessed about you know first it was software emulation when I was like twelve or so. I played second Densetsu three because mm-hmm. I was a huge Secret of Mana fan back when I was a kid. And uh, yeah, I just love love uh, the emulators. Once hardware emulation came out and less lag, more mm-hmm. color accuracy and frame rate accuracy, sure. I was like really into that. Um, but what I didn't really think about until recently was I don't have a CRT for a lot of reasons. It's like so big and all that. Yeah. Um, so I play on these widescreens. Well, there's always, you know, uh, pillar boxing. Yes. Yeah yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, it's great. I sit at home and play retro games now because of the four by three ratio. It yeah. feels more immersive and more like the old school days. And it, it looks so nice. Yeah. And in fact, as a kid, I was obsessed with the Sega Nomad. Oh yeah, yeah. I worked yeah. on this, you know, on the TV show, and I was like always in the trailer, and it's like I can't be at home with my Sega. This was the portable Genesis. Exactly. It was like the most ambitious handheld ever made at the time. I, yeah. I guess the Tur- Turbo Graphics sixteen had the Turbo Express, which was the same principle, but just played. The idea back then of playing a full-scale console game in your hand was mind-blowing. It looks like it takes 40 batteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have two of them at home, and none of them work, because the, the batteries stayed in so long that mm-hmm. they, like, melt, or, like, I don't know, yeah. whatever that is, corrosion. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, every morning before uh, uh, rehearsing with Days World, I would go to Starbucks with my mom after she dropped Reeve Paris off at school, and I'd play NHL 97 on my Nomad, and... So it's also bringing back that experience of like, yeah. I played a lot of my console gaming on that Nomad as a kid. So I'm like, I'm going to play through Second Incessu 3 and finally finish it. I played uh, through Mario Tennis for Game Boy Color on, when I was traveling recently. Wow. I'm finally doing Pokemon Gold. Ooh, baby. I'm finally doing that. It's, it rips. It I, is so, who did so you good. start with? I Well, I'm a, I am was a big Cyndaquil kid when I was younger, but I've grown up and I've become a Totodile main. That's I, who I, I got. Love, I love him. Is he, yeah. I can't tell you, is he a physical or a water or like a mixture? He's, a, he's water. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So he'll get, he's like, I think... Yeah, he's he, he's he's water. Yeah, so like all he has is slash. I was like, what is he? He's gonna yeah. he's gonna uh, grow to get some some water moves. They usually yeah. all kind of start with like normal move sets until they get uh, until they evolve a little further, and then they can have more type based um, uh, attacks. Okay, that's I forgot because yeah. I I haven't played Pokemon in a while, but I yeah. used to. That was my freaking jam, dude. Well, you also mentioned Mario Tennis, which I know you were. We've talked about on the show extensively about your obsession with Mario. It's Mario Tennis Aces is the one you really yeah, into, baby. Right? But but what did you think going back to Mario Tennis on the Game Boy Color? Yeah, it's not as fun. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mario, Mario Golf was more fun. I, I played through that mm-hmm. as well. But uh, yeah, it's it's good. I mean, yeah, maybe I don't know the controls very well, but just having two buttons, it's like what's going on. But then I was trying Mario Tennis. Can't go like this with your arms or anything like that. Right, right. You can't use your arms in space. No, 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 I can't. I hooked it up with a Kinect. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crazy like that, dude. Um, I'm like the Imogen Heap of retro gaming. But see, you say that, you did that, and I was like, I'm ready to believe Zane. Yeah, 100% believe Yeah, I wish, man. But no, so, uh, yeah, I... uh, 
There's also the Game Boy Advance versions of the game, mm-hmm. which people like the tennis and, and golf game for the Advance because it's more of an RPG. And then you're just playing the sure. game, like Stardew Valley, maybe? I don't know. Uh, or I, there's a I, golf I story uh, there, game that's you. more like an RPG also, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, yeah, I, I'm i not as into that. As I, as I maybe, I think, have mentioned on the podcast before, mm-hmm. the reason I love JRPGs and they're my favorite format is because of the strategy and thoughtfulness of mm-hmm. trying to beat each battle. And then the excitement of like, in Super Mario RPG, like, oh my God, I found this weird hammer because I did this thing correctly and all that. Right. So the storyline is actually not something I usually am there for. So when I put it on on the pocket recently, I was like, oh, there's like so much story. I want to play some golf, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not exactly made for me, but uh, I am excited about playing more advanced on the system, but mostly it's the SNES, Genesis, and Turbo Graphics finally playing Box Adventure and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things that were made for square pixels or four by three. Because the Game Boy Advance in that, it introduces again the boxing. I'm like, yes. ah, dude, I'm trying to like feel immersed, man. <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to feel immersed in like the childhood I didn't have because I was a child actor, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, trying to go back, trying to in yeah fact, reclaim the biggest thing uh, fact, from, yeah. My bandmate, Evan, uh, the reason we connected is she was the star of my old band Carney's music video. Okay, yeah. And on set, and it's like, she was like cool with her goth thing. I was like a guitarist. And the first thing she said was like, Man, how do you feel about like Super Mario World? I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> how do I feel about yeah, it? Yeah, so she's like a super nerd as well. And I realized wow. we, were, we were both child actors. Something happens. Yeah. Where you're like stuck a little, like really nostalgic. Yeah, sure. And so that's probably a big reason I have all the things. And of course, I'm going to buy the freaking 64 that's coming out. That analog oh, the analogs. Yeah, the analog oh. 3D. Yeah. That's happening. So I'm just, it's my one hobby that I burn money on. I don't, I don't really have money to burn, but it, I foolishly <laughs> do it with these retro things it's tough with a company like analog too because every device they make looks stunning i know they make yeah. really cool stuff i it, it, there is an element of like because of its specialization mm-hmm. like i like i and you know what whatever i'm i'm a little bit less particular about things being pixel perfect or like, like hey i love gaming on a crt but like that's not like it just it's not room for that kind of setup mm. um so like yeah i i do really like what i like I like what analog's doing, but it just may not be for me. But uh, but yeah. I, I I love that it's uh I love that they're they're so dedicated to it. Totally. Well, also yeah. speaking of emulation, though, um, I am gonna play Luigi's Mansion One for the first time this Halloween. Oh, oh hell yeah! So I and I don't got, get too scared. I know, but I already. I, I, and I, by the way, for those listening who are in the FBI, <laughs> I owned the game, but I lost it on tour with someone. Yeah. So I I am downloaded it because I yeah. bought the game. And um, I loaded it up on my on my open emu or open emu whatever yeah. it's called, and I was like, "Whoa, this worked really fast!" Like, there is a benefit of software emulation. Yeah, I have to wait in line at six a.m. online to get booted out. Yeah, right. right yeah, and just play it immediately. And so. I know that the FBI is has a huge. Uh, it's a bigger, probably our biggest demo. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, they're specifically just trying to sniff out any sort of like you know three generations ago piracy. <laughs> <laughs> Downloading GameCube games, running Dolphin. Um, I, I, wait, I'm, but I'm, but yeah. have you played the other Luigi's Mansions? Yeah, so Luigi's okay. Mansion Three. I, I wish it hadn't come out when it did. It came out on Halloween three years ago. Mm. I'm like, I wanted to enjoy the season. Now I'm playing it on November first. Like I, yeah. So I played I'm it thinking in Turkey now. Nice try, yeah. Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> what is this tryptophan? Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying, guys? Yeah. Cool. Um, but they, uh, they, uh, yeah. So I played that, and then I kind of waited a year to actually play through it. The next Halloween. And I split my time between watching Hubie Halloween and playing it. Honestly, that rips. That's yeah, was really t- good. That's a tight one. Yeah. yeah. Good way to spend your time. Yeah. But now I also brought my 3DS. I have the Majora's Mask 3DS. And I'm one of those idiots that like, yeah. I didn't do what the completionist did where he bought every game. Okay. Yeah. Did you hear about oh, right. that? Yeah, I, yes, 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 I heard yes, about this. Took a yeah. year. Yeah. 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 But I did buy like 15 or 20. And the reason why I did is 
and this is important to me, I'm not into emulation and ROMs because I'm like trying to get some deal. If they mm-hmm. sold this stuff, I would buy it. Uh, I am the demographic. 100%. So I yes. bought the games I wanted for yeah. the 3DS. I spent like 200 bucks on the classic ones I wanted. I don't want to um, set you down a path or anything like that. Yeah. And I know the FBI is listening, yeah, but uh, you can hack a 3DS pretty yeah. easily. Oh, oh and an analog pocket. And yeah. I'll talk off stream about that. <laughs> We're on stream, right? <laughs> yeah, people are. Um, this is live right now. Man, yeah. I freaking love kick.com. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, so, so yeah, I um, uh, bought some games. And Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon's on there. Okay. Yes. So starting probably tonight or tomorrow, you know, 10 to 20 minutes before bed, I'm going to d- turn the lights down and play through that game. I haven't even thought about that. Playing a spooky game in the month of October. Like, I have not this year. I know we've done it in the past on this show. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't I haven't played anything scary so far because, you know, in just a couple of days, the scariest thing I'm going to be seeing is probably the Green Goblin himself. Talking about Spider-Man 2. Talking about Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. oh, I got to get a PS5. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you, so you, bad. You, you do. You'll have plenty of opportunity when the uh, the slim comes out. Uh, yeah, later this year. But um, yeah. Uh, wait. So, uh, so okay. Yeah. So the, the analog pocket pretty much de- taking up your time right now. That is right now. Then uh, the 3ds, and then there's something else I've been playing. Oh, Octopath Traveler too. Okay, because you're a big JRPG fan. Oh, yes. Huge. Yeah. yeah, and I still got to beat Triangle Strategy. I mean. I love that stuff too. Um, but what other game was I playing? Oh, recently, I, I, my best friend, I'm going to keep like naming my best friends Please. by full name, Greg Blum. Actually, <laughs> he'll be happy because he loves the show. What's oh, up, wow. Blum? Hi, yeah. Blum. Hey, Blum. Um, but he uh, uh, and I were playing like Poyo Poyo. The, like, remember the first week or two of the Switch, they had Tetris Poyo Poyo? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So we were just like playing that for hours. He's really good at Dr. Beatnik's Green Dr. Beatnik? What the hell is his name? Dr. R- Robotnik. Robotnik. Yeah. Be- Green Bean Machine. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It's um, not an easy one. This, they they did should that. do a ROM hack with beatniks. They <laughs> should do a beatnik version. <laughs> and you don't ever win because they're also peaceful or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, check out my mean beans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so uh, I'm doing that. And then there's one other game. Um, oh, I- I'm probably going to play through Super Mario RPG when it comes out. Yeah. I can, yeah. That's, that, you know what? We're, we're on. We're recording this on uh, Mario Wonder Eve, practically, yeah. and it will be out by the time this episode releases. And I'm like, kind of like, have in advance of budgeting a little bit of time for that, even though I've got no fucking time to play other games right now. Uh, but R- Mario RPG, the re- the remake, is like, because I I do really like that original game, and we did an episode about it earlier this year. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, I, I'm I'm like uh, I, it might be a review pending situation for me. Like That's if people fair. are like this is this is great, this is awesome, this is a really well done remaster, then I might just have to budget some time for it. Yeah. But Octopath Traveler two is one like because you know I I I skipped one and it heard like positive but kind of mixed things about one and then everyone is just rapturous about two. Oh, They're like dude. two fixes everything that was an issue in one. What were people saying were the issues in one? Because I also love that. I think they I think there there was just like a lot of the the game seemed a little bit uh, bloated and uneven. I mean that's that's what I remember from reading the impressions like a mm-hmm. couple years ago or whatever it, it kind of like had just a little bit it was a little overstuffed okay, um, and kind of half baked and and this one it feels like it's just there it's just a lot more comprehensively uh you know realized it, it is so great also i'm gonna mention one more friend had <laughs> dashiell anderson i love mentioning him whenever i'm on the show What's up, why dash? am i shouting everyone out but anyway um i texted dash when octopath traveler one came mm-hmm. out because he's a math teacher you know he yeah yeah, yeah yeah and i said hey man uh how many options are there in, in like this video game for permutations of classes and stuff like are there a thousand or two thousand he's like oh it's like like almost indeterminate like it's like Wow. 10 to the 18 or some ridiculous number. Wow. And then I started thinking, wait, how do video how do they fit that much into a game? Cuz don't they have to calculate the permutations? 
And Dash is like, no, no, no. Like the processor processes whatever options are there. So it doesn't need to know what the output could be, which is why games glitch and stuff. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Anyway, yeah, that's, I don't know why I brought that up, but I love stuff like that. No, I love, that's great. That's it's, awesome. It's crazy. The, the possibilities. So yeah, with Octopath Traveler 2, there really isn't like a, I mean, there are suggested combinations, but it's like, you really can do whatever you want. And I prefer that over an actual open world. And I've heard you talk about like linear actually feels same, same, but I love in that linear, frankly, it's kind of like jazz music, like give me a structure Mm. and then I'll see what I do inside of it Mm. versus you can write a song now. I'm like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) You want me to what? No, thanks. Yeah. Wait, I'd be I'd be curious uh, your uh, your take on this this movie when it re- when it because re- it's it's only been out it was out in theaters briefly and and I imagine it'll be out uh, streaming at some point in the near future. But there's a there's a jazz anime that came out called Blue Giant that I Ooh. saw a couple weeks ago. We're slightly off topic here, but mm. I loved it. Cool. And I'd be curious that someone like you who has like a like you know extensive knowledge of jazz and history with jazz, what what your reaction would be to it. But it's basically just like three you know three youngsters in tokyo trying to make a go of being a, a jazz trio and it's just like got this incredible score and uh a, you know a lot of tracks from like john coltrane and sonny stitt and stuff it's it's uh, i i, I, for I, sure I thought it was awesome that. okay for cool. sure yeah let awesome. me know what you think i will yeah um and matt you let me know what are you playing well you know i'm still nose down in cyberpunk 2077 uh i'm getting toward the end of uh phantom liberty just in time for next week and uh, so I've been really enjoying that, but yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. It's a tough week right now because I know that Super Mario Wonder comes out. I'm very excited about right. that, and then Spider Man Two is coming out. But I'm not going to get to start either of them until I'm done with Cyberpunk. But I know that of those two, I'm prioritizing Spider Man yes. because I love Spider Man. Right. And uh, I love those games so much, and everyone's raving about this one. You is know, that your is that like your top man? Of people with man, yeah. I think so. I think of heroes with man in it. I, I within their name, I think yes. I would say Spider Man's probably number one. What about just among men? Just among just, men? Yeah. I think Spider Man is probably one of the best guys we got. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. if you're gonna be like one of like if you're gonna like go ahead and have like a sort of like Mount Man more, yeah. it's definitely. Uh, Spider-Man number one. I'd say maybe Batman number two. Okay. Michael Mann number three. Nice. <laughs> and uh, um, throw Amy Man on there. Right? Nice. Amy, okay, Michael Mann's off. My, Amy Man's in. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to play Spider-Man. I uh, you know, I just I can't. I love sw- I love swinging. I love I, I love one, two, a three, <laughs> yeah, four. I love swinging around New York, yeah. baby. I'm really excited about that. But um, I mean, I don't. I don't have any new updates about Cyberpunk really until we start talking next week. So that's sort of it for me. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna be in the same boat as yeah. you, uh, Matt. But which is that I've I've got I got Cyberpunk going, and that's what I've been mainlining right now. And I will save my impressions until next week when we talk about Phantom Liberty. By the way, I kept calling it the Phantom Liberty. Yeah, it's just it's just Phantom Liberty. They Sean no, Parker did. Yeah, they Sean Parker did. They dropped the the. And also, if you want to do impressions anytime. Go ahead. <laughs> if I want to do a Sean Parker? No, if you want to do any impressions, you said you'll save your impressions. I say let him rip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my Sean Parker. Yeah. You know what's cooler than a million dollars? A billion dollars. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know if I know this. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Facebook movie uh, 
Social Network. Oh, I have not seen that. It's a oh, great movie. It, no spoilers. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great well, film. They don't yeah. cover all of it because it's old now. That's but, true. Yeah, right. So they don't cover the, the decline yeah. of society uh, in the uh, film. But uh, Or MMA Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, that right, right. On. <laughs> right. So Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Phantom Liberty, yeah, mainlining that. And I'm kind of mad. I find myself in, in a situation I think you're in often where I've got too many things going. I got that. I got Sea Everyone of Stars. I got Cocoon and Space Wreck on deck. I got the new case of the Idol, the Golden Idol DLC, which I still want to play. Um, and so I just sort of asked myself, what would Matt do? And uh, and so I decided to reinstall Slay the Spire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yes. absolute animal. That's exactly what I would do. Yes. I would just be like, hmm, yeah, four games. Hmm, what about a fifth? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I haven't even touched the the separate ways uh, Resident Evil 4 DLC. Yeah, I'm probably going to ignore that. I, I think it looks cool and I've heard positive things, but I just I, I don't know if I'm going to budget time for it. Um, but but anyway, Slay the Spire, which I last played consistently at like the end of 2019 at a start of 2020 like that that was like the the last era i was really putting hours into it but i really love it it's this you know it's it's a it's a deck building roguelike uh and uh you know i know i got in some taxonomical trouble for uh, misclassifying all uh, collectible card games as deck building in the past but this is actual proper deck builder you start off and each run you have a handful of uh, a standard hand of cards and then as you go you add more cards and you can thin your deck uh and kind of um uh, build what your uh, play style is going to be uh, and there's also like a, a player character that has their own class and they all have their own uh, bonuses there's also things you get like like you know various artifacts and potions uh, that enhance uh, however you're playing and it's just the sort of short, short session no reflexes roguelike that like really relaxes me and like I can have moments of like you know of 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 tension and frustration, but still, it just kind of puts me into a, like a nice little flow state. And I I really like this game, and I kind of realized how much I missed it, and I should have just more sort of kept it in my regular uh, stable of games. Um, but but yeah, I've just been having some fun just playing through some runs with it, and and I also it's now on Game Pass, and mm. apparently Apple Arcade as well. Uh, but it's on Game Pass, and I played I put in you know uh, the bulk of my hours on Switch. Uh, so I, I just installed it on PC through Game Pass, and so I was I've been starting a fresh save and playing through that, and like that's fun for a game you know really well um, that also has some additional you know uh, some additional content versus when I last visited it. But like for a game you know really well to just start from scratch is like really gratifying yeah, at times. So yeah. like I'm really enjoying it, and I'm I'm glad I'm playing it some more again. That's uh, awesome. And it kind of like it, I, I think it kind of works in concert versus like. Trying to play both both Cyberpunk and Sea of Stars, these big long narrative RPGs, it just kind of can't play keep them both in my brain at the same time. No. I kind of need either or it, but this one I can kind of have go on little tangents with. And I'm going to need you to um, apologize once again to the uh, deck building games community for yeah. Your, sorry, your... sorry everyone who's in a deck building. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to our main topic, which is our Game & Tell format about Guitar Hero. Back in the news a little bit, partly because of a weird Bobby Kotick. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the, I think it came from Kotick, the Activision CEO, who uh, in, in, a, in a weird sort of internal uh, event hosted by James Corden, um, talked about the future of the company and I think said that, that Guitar Hero was back in the menu. Uh, Activision formally acquired <laughs> by Microsoft. That has gone through the EU and all other uh, overseeing uh, governing bodies have approved it. 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, we thought we'd kind of revisit this game, which I think was just such an impactful I, I, like kind of novelty, but it, it it just hit at the perfect point where people were like ready for a game like this. And also it will like it made gave me intense nostalgia when I was talking thinking about this game again mm-hmm. for like in person, like kind of party games, which I yes. feel like have kind of gone yeah, by sure. the wayside. Yeah, yeah, this was like a big one for me, like uh, growing up because like I didn't I don't play a musical instrument. I played the trumpet in uh, in middle school band, but that like didn't really like carry over into other uh, other musicians because I was also like not that interested in the in the trumpet, which now I uh, do regret. But um, <laughs> I wish I would have been a little more um, uh, interested in it. Uh, but I'm, the, when I played this game for the first time, it was like at my friend's house. And he, I mean, we only had one controller, so we yeah. were just kind of passing it back and forth, but that was still, like, pretty fun. Right. But then, you know, Guitar Hero 2 rolls around. I, I have then bought Guitar Hero on my own. Guitar Hero 2 comes around. I get it for my birthday with the pack-in controller. Now I have two guitars. Yes. Now it's a, now it's a party. A yeah. year later, I'm having, I'm having people over all the time just to play Guitar Hero. Yeah. Sick. Did you get to, into Rock Band as well with the kit? Rock Band was really, really big as well. Um, I have, um, I've moved with so many plastic instruments over the years, and I did, um, <laughs> uh, I got rid of some, and I really shouldn't have. Same, dude. Um, but I, I got rid of the, because um, then I got the, uh, the full kit for um, the Guitar Hero uh World Tour, which was then uh, their version of Rock Band, and which I didn't love as much, mm. but um, but I I've, I had so many instruments that yeah, yeah. I've now have like combinations. Of, I feel like wired was the way to go. Yeah, for Once sure. Once they yeah. became um, wireless, they were they were rough. They well, became it doesn't worse. work for a rhythm game because you, you no, can't have those those you know frame delays. It's the same same sort of thing with fighting sticks. It's yeah, like that right. stuff that's that's maybe a little bit more you can smooth over in a less twitch you know action game but yeah for rhythm game you need that precision um yeah for me the big ones are the the donkey conga bongos yeah. it's just like man those are so fun I, like i just i get rid of way too much shit and then also the samba de amigo maracas oh those are fun um do but, you think they maybe floated the name donkey bongo <laughs> it's tough because donkey conga sounds better yeah even though they're bongos because right. conga drums are a different sort of thing yeah but I, so i understand why they did it it's just interesting that they they still felt like we have to call the controller the bongos or else that's just like you know yeah. that's just not accurate because they could have just called them the donkey congas and people would have been fine with it right right yeah oh man what about that taiko drumming game i loved that one yes yeah 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 yeah. Oh, that was great yeah that i don't know if there was ever there must have been a home a home version of that but yeah i just remember that as a as an arcade game that i i'm pretty sure i played it at someone's house but I think the I, I don't know where all my controllers went, but I'm pretty sure we had Beatles Rock Band. Taiko no Tatsujin. Yeah, we okay. had we I had Beatles Rock Band as well. I there was, but there's like so many iterations of Guitar Hero, and like Harmonix comes along and makes this game. They had a couple other rhythm games before, but then like Guitar Hero was like their like, like this is this is our fucking thing. Like we did this. This is like. Uh, it put they put them on the map in a way, and then they do Guitar Hero two. Guitar Hero rocks the '80s, and then are then NeverSoft and Activision take over from there, right? And they get worse from there. Um, yeah. like they become not as good. And I, I yeah, we're just just talking about an Activision acquisition, like sort of corporate merger a little bit yeah. ago. It's just like that's that's like the same thing happened with Tony Hawk, right? Yes. Like oh, you yeah, know, they, they just like these yeah. franchises get kind of taken away, and honestly, to some degree, even Call of Duty, Infinity Ward used to exclusively make that, and then they mm-hmm. started handing off Call of Duty franchise, Call of Duty the franchise to to different developers. Um, 
Yeah, that 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 it is interesting how there's that's just a pattern of just like absorbing the IP and then just farming yeah. out to whoever because we got to keep churning these things out annually. Because then right. they start to get silly. They uh, in 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 Rock Band Three Legends of Rock they added like guest guitarists. So like right. Tom Morello is in the game, Slash is in the game, uh, the cool devil dudes. himself. Well, here, here's the thing. The people that they added are cool. <laughs> that, that is good. But it just it sort of takes you out of it a little bit. Because I, yeah, I think right. this is maybe maybe they were just a little too early on this because I don't think Beatles Rock Band was out at this time. And the Beatles are represented in the Beatles Rock Band game. So then they have these guys in there. Then they bring in – then they start to do um, uh, band – like – Band themed Guitar Hero releases where the only thing on the on on the game is like uh, like the Guitar Hero Aerosmith was one that that's I the had. big one I remember there yeah. yeah. and I don't know why I had that because I don't <laughs> love Aerosmith. Well, I think what it is though is that you because you love Guitar Hero, yeah. you're like, well, hey, this is the new one. Let's mess around with this. And there are are there an, even if you're not an Aerosmith fan, there are enough songs you know. Well, that, here's you the know. thing: every single song of theirs is good. Yeah, but I don't think yeah. Yeah. I don't think I like love. I don't love them. But I've I've never been like turn that Aerosmith off. Ugh, right. yuck. But I didn't get. Any any of the other uh the band ones i got world tour mm-hmm. and then i also had the one that was for the ds on tour which was actually really cool because oh yeah the right D- the ds used to before well they don't have this functionality anymore because nintendo wants you to have a separate thing for each uh they don't want you to be able to play old games on uh on new hardware but the original versions of the ds had a slot for game boy advance cartridges and so this little um guitar fret grip that they had for the ds would fit into that and then it also came with a um a, a guitar pick stylus that you would strum on the screen what? yeah and it was no, actually really fun that's insane yeah i'll oh, see wow. let me pull up a video of it actually i did not know it's about so that. it's so fun how did you see the screen while you were playing so it's so it's that's the best part it's the two screens so on the one screen you have the um the you know the fretboard at where the the notes are coming down oh. and then the other screen is for swiping only oh, that's cool yeah that's cool um what was the orientation of the ds when you had the the attachment you had to hold it um uh yeah you had to hold it sideways oh yeah. god that makes sense okay cool oh so it was like i mean this is a weird way of saying it but those shooter games where the screens like rotated oh yeah 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 it was yeah, like yeah. that it yeah. was kind that of, orientation yeah. it's sort of tall screen um, I think yeah. it's called Tate Mode, and I don't know why. Okay, like I had a I had a Dreamcast shooter I got that was a it was a a shmup. It was um and it was a you know vertically scrolling game, and it had a mode where you it would turn. I remember taking the my CRT TV in my dorm room and like flipping it on its end oh, so I could play great. it in that mode. It was really that's cool. cool. Yeah, I right, we're Matt has brought up a little bit of video of this uh, the DS Guitar Hero. Got it. Amazing. And we're seeing it here. Yeah, it's it's kind of um it works pretty good for what it is. Yeah, so you have and you have like a it's you're being you're holding it in like a, a book orientation. Like we were just saying. It's also kind of like for any guitarists out there, those grip machines where you try to like increase your grip strength. Oh yeah. The four little buttons are like on the side. Like that, that's cool. My brother had one of those. I never knew if, if it would actually. I work should or use not. those, man. I don't have very strong forearms. Gripping up to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, wow. Uh, the 
So what you know, one thing I, I and look, I, I I really liked Guitar Hero and Guitar Hero Two, and that's basically where I fell off from the series, yeah. which I think is true of a lot of people. I think it probably their sales are similar. Um, I I never actually owned Rock Band, but I played a lot of Rock Band just other other people's places, uh, and um, and so I'm pretty I was pretty familiar with both both Rock Band and Beatles Rock Band, but it really was Guitar Hero and Guitar Hero Two that I kind of. Remember just hearing like, no, these games are actually awesome. It's about Guitar Hero One when it initially came out. No, this game's actually awesome. It looks gimmicky and kind yeah. of dorky, but it's rad. And then picking it up and just like playing the shit out of it and trying to play through everything on like the hardest difficulty and just having the time of my life. And but part of what was interesting about those games that I remember, and I know Harmonix had another game called Frequency, which I never mm-hmm. played, but had a, like a, 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 a you know good reputation, um, at least critically. It was like kind of like the first, I feel like, Western uh, rhythm game because these games were yeah. coming. It was like Parappa the Rapper right. uh, and uh, Um Jammer Lammy, which was a guitar sequel, which I played. Uh, and then there was like, you know, Dance Dance Revolution, obviously. It feels yep. like it was more of like a, like a, a, a Japanese sort of, th- of of genre. And then, yeah, this rock band comes in and completely, uh, you know, a, a blows the roof off the Western market. Um, but, part, but part of what I love about this game is like, it is kind of like not trying to be cool at all. Like it wasn't like Guitar Hero came out. It wasn't like kind of like try, it didn't think it was awesome. It had like, no. like this dorky little toy guitar you were playing around with. And then the the, tra- the tracks was basically all dad rock before the phrase dad rock really even, even yeah. existed. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing at all like, you know, edgy or current about it. It was just kind of like unapologetically what it was. And that was part of what was fun about and then, it. But you're also like, you know, you see musicians on stage and they're like, sort of able to move with the guitar in like a way that looks cool, but you're playing guitar here and you're standing completely still just staring yeah. at the screen. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Trying to make sure you're not like missing any of the notes. It's like it, it, it's, it's like as embarrassing to like walk, get walked in on uh, playing guitar hero as it is to like be like jacking off. <laughs> like it, it, it doesn't look cool. It looks right. worse. Like yeah. jacking off is cooler. Yeah, uh, super cool, man. <laughs> I wonder if I got walked in playing guitar hero. I remember, uh, yeah, someone that I had a crush on who I yeah. ended up dating did like my mom let her in the house when I was playing video games. Mm-hmm. And she walked in without me. And I was like, oh, hey. I felt <laughs> awful. That was back before video games were cool because now it's cool because everyone does it. Yeah, exactly. These yeah. games were also like not a game you could stay up late and try to play secretly because the yeah. button, which was what I would do. I would stay up so late, like just like trying to master, uh, you know, one of the more difficult songs or whatever. And uh, you just you could, I would play it on mute. Like I'd play like That's with a wild. TV on mute, just like watching the screen. Oh no way! And that's uh, impressive. And like yeah. try to just play along to it, uh, and you all you would hear was <laughs> yeah, the controller's so loud, yeah. right? Just the click, click, click of the of the fret, yeah. But but okay, so Zane, what was your first experience with Guitar Hero, and and like how like into it were you at the time? Not that much. I mean, I, honestly, all the history you guys just gave, I was like, yeah. oh, there were like specific numbers for Guitar Hero and specific releases. Yeah. But I guess it's because I have the modern mindset of like, oh, why can't you just buy one and then through the internet get whatever song you want? But right. that was yeah. before that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's I guess they had to release multiple yeah, you ones. Get, you had to get a physical disc. Right. I mean, it was it's it's com- the complete uh, complete opposite of what what's the the VR one I can't remember Beat Saber Beat Saber is exactly that model of like you're buying 
I think the base game might even be free, and then you're mm-hmm. just bu- like buying tracks as you go, oh, yeah. you know. Which is why it's surprising Guitar Hero isn't a thing as much the past five, ten years. It'd be perfect for yeah. that. Um, but no, so I didn't really play it much, and I, I was not notorious for this, but people assumed I'd be really good at it because mm-hmm. I play guitar for listeners who like I'm a guitarist and. Yeah, they'd hand me the guitar, Hero Control. I'm like, ah, this is not a guitar. Like, this is completely different technique. Right. Um, and uh, I was okay at it. I was never great at Dance Dance Revolution. I was never great at any sort of uh, game like that um, for some reason. But also, at that age, do you, do you know what year Guitar Hero came out? Cause, it was like 2005 was the first okay, one. Okay, so yeah. Every, they basically had one every year until uh, 2010, and then they would take a couple of years off and do okay. a new one. Yeah. Okay. So I was 20. So yeah, I mean, I, I was already playing gigs as a guitarist. So I didn't really, yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. I was gaming then, but it was like Halo 2, Halo right. 3, like that sort of stuff. Right. Um, Why would you want to come home after playing a show and pick up a guitar controller? Right. That's you know, the thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. And also, like, even in general, I, uh, I hate to admit this, but I don't really listen to music that often because uh-huh. it is in my head when I'm working, sure. I want to like listen to a podcast. Like I listen to you guys or I'll, you know, uh, read a book or I don't read books. I play video games, but you know, <laughs> I, I, but I could say that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, but I love the games and it was always fun to go to a friend's house. Also people would, uh, would enjoy the fact that they could destroy me in guitar. You're like, you know, yeah. you say, man. yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. I don't know. But I didn't get that into it. I was much more into Beatles rock band. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't play drums. So that I mean, I'm, I play drums well enough to have played a musical at mm-hmm. my high school, but it was Babes in Arms, which is like to kit to kit to kit, like simple two and four stuff. Yeah. But um, well, I, I couldn't do it. You probably could. You probably could. <laughs> but um, yeah, but I uh, I'd like to uh, I'd like to get back into rock band because I I do love playing drums. So like, you didn't have like the like I mean. So I when when rock when Guitar Hero was new, uh, and it was first coming out, like my biggest dream was like, oh, like I want to just look like I can play the guitar at all. And then you know, obviously, like people would be like, you know, you're not really playing guitar. And I would always be like, I know, like that's like <laughs> I I know that yes, that's not yeah. how you play. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like saying if you're playing FIFA, like you know, that's not actually soccer. It's like yeah, right. I know, I understand. Like a simulation is an approximation of the real thing, but it's an its own right. experience. Exactly. You know? You're not really a wolf in the octopath. What like no, I'm a hunter character. <laughs> that's why I like video games. I'm pretending. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like so that obviously your skill uh, with the actual guitar doesn't translate to uh, playing a plastic one was it, it, but I've seen, I feel like people say that the drums in like rock band or even the drums were more specific in the uh, guitar hero world tour package because they actually had um, it was, it was four drums or it was three drums and two cymbals. Mm. And I think that uh, people were saying that was, a, was a better drum set uh, uh, to play on. That was like more, um, it, it, it approximated that actual uh, playing better. Yeah, I mean, it reaches a certain point where it's like you can only simulate it so far, and like yeah. the, the the drumming in, uh, you know, I never actually played the uh, Guitar Hero version, but in Rock Band, it is basically playing drums. Mm-hmm. It's it's a simplified right. version of it, but right. yeah, it's it's the closest to. Uh, you know, to to an actual instrument of any of the any of the stuff they've got. I guess I, I guess singing is its own thing, but also I feel like the karaoke scoring on Rock Band was always pretty skewed. It was yeah, really right. like they, there was nothing that had to do with like the actual the quality of your 
uh, uh, of your vocals. It just had to do with like being at the right pitch. Oh, speaking of which, this is a little bit of a tangent, yeah. but when on the last Nintendo Direct, they announced that that trombone game's coming. Oh, I'll trombone be playing champ. that. Yeah. I'll be playing that. It, the game is hilarious. Oh, it man. looks so funny. I haven't. I, that's like sort of the more modern version of this, where I haven't. I haven't tried it. Oh, well, that, yeah, I was. I haven't played it either. I've, I watched some videos of it. It was big on Twitch. I feel like when it launched on yeah. PC, and that feels like it was a little while ago now. But yeah, it's it's like that's been a sort of thing of just like leaning into kind of the goofiness of it, and yeah, um, which is its own thing. But like, I don't know. There, there was also such an intense novelty to rock to at least, uh, and going all the way back to Guitar Hero because that's the focus here to Guitar Hero One yeah. because in addition to being like, yeah, this is this Western developed. Uh, uh, rhythm game it also like had like rock music that we that was popular in in america and popular in the yeah, west right? yeah as opposed to i hey i like a lot of the music in dance dance revolution but a lot of it is stuff that you don't recognize outside of the cabinet right. itself you know i right. even yeah. heard any of this yeah. before you want me to dance yeah, yeah. Uh, also to answer your question about the guitar i yeah. will say it did translate a good amount it was just for me like my my personal upbringing musically is more classical and jazz. Mm-hmm. So most guitar players learn through either just watching a YouTube video and placing the fingers where it says, or they'll read like a fretboard chart where it just says, put these black dots where they are, or it's tablature. Okay. I don't do like any of those things. I, I read sheet music, which now sounds like douchey, like I'm bragging. But <laughs> but that's the way that my mind works is no. it makes more sense on sheet music. Yeah. Also, because I played oboe for seven years, like I, I can still wow. say. Wow. I double read. Wait, no, I what? played bassoon. What the hell are you talking Dude, about? Dude, I'm oh, having. Wait, what the? Uh, fuck Dude. you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's the same thing. Yeah. There's <laughs> no, no, you, played you. The, you played the bassoon. Yeah. Dude, I'm actually doing, oh, I don't want to tangent too much, but I'm doing a, a thing that maybe we'll talk about at the end. Like, what are you up to? But I'm, I'm uh, currently orchestrating. 20 pieces for a 30 piece orchestra. Wow. Yeah, for this Evan and Zane gig coming up in January in LA or in Glendale. But um, but I told the guy, I'm like, hey, can I choose the 30 pieces? He's like, yeah. I was like, I think I want like two bassoons and two oboes. He's like, that's way too many for 30 pieces. I'm like, just hit, trust me, man. I'm a double replayer. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a really cool sound. Like, like, like yeah. Fiona Apple's extraordinary machine, like focusing on the woodwinds and all that. Sure. But anyhow. So um, you say 30 piece, and I'm thinking McNuggets. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um Wait, so, so how many what what what's gonna be the clarinet and flute count? Probably what's going to end up happening is I'm going to get one bassoon and yeah. maybe two oboes because I want an English horn in there. Oh, that's but, yeah. fun. Maybe uh, Nick dusts off his old bassoon. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. Um, like people at this show, is that Weiger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are you playing? Um, I'm playing the bassoon, buddy. <laughs> so sharp. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm going to uh, – oh, so, so that's my background. So because of yes. that – uh, it was tough watching the game. Like it, it, I do a much better job playing the actual actual guitar solo mm-hmm. than translating. That being said, one thing we learned specifically in jazz is there are like specific exercises to work on finger independence. Because mm-hmm. when you're playing like cowboy chords around a campfire, your fingers are often at the same time. But when you're playing jazz, your like first and index or middle finger and first finger have to take care of walking bass lines and mm-hmm. they alternate while your pinky and ring and sometimes middle finger are doing chords. And if you're like Tal Farlow, you're doing that plus a melody on top. Mm-hmm. So developing that finger independence, like, oh, that's the green, that's the red. I mean, I, it's obviously simplified, but I did have a, a quick time. Like, I'm not going to mess up which button. It was pretty immediate. But uh, but what was hard for me was a lot of the times when I was playing easy mode, I, I wasn't playing every pitch being heard. Yeah, oh, sure. The whole note, and then there's like eight 16th notes happening. So I was like, I'd almost rather play the hard version, but then I couldn't keep up. So... I was stuck in like, you know, a man without a land type thing. I was like, I don't know. Both of these are too hard for my brain. Yeah. I think one of the best things Guitar Hero did for me uh, outside of um, uh, socially is that uh, it improved my 
uh, air guitar space work in improv scenes. Oh, sure. Nice. I just, like, oh, yeah. it's, at least be, it's like, okay, well, that's sort of what that looks like, right? I was like, I can do that. Okay. Uh, red, or yellow, or red, yellow, green. Uh, I can do all that. Um, I do want to make uh, a note about Guitar Hero 5 in particular, because after, after World Tour, it all sort of just kind of like blends together. Like, I don't really remember anything about 5 other than... Kurt Cobain is an unlockable character in the game. Oh, man. And that is cursed. That is so, that's horrible. It it felt so, because then you can have him playing other songs, like more contemporary songs, and then coming out with the whatever voices in the, you know, the sound alike um, that they they hired for the game. Right. And it doesn't, it feels, that's a bad vibe. That's like, that's (laughs) not good. Yeah, Kurt Cobain playing Fallout Boy just does not really stick up. But it was purely cosmetic, right? Like, it's just like, oh, you're now pretending you're a Kurt. Yes. What would have been cool is if, like, if if you unlock Jimi Hendrix, you have more grace room to hit a note to get it perfect because he's so good. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it actually meant meant something to unlock a character. Yeah, yeah, it's not, they didn't, um, they didn't import their stats. Uh, Right, uh, It was was just, uh, yeah, just aesthetic. But then, uh, yeah, Warriors of Rock was the last one, which is, you know, everything after World Tour is the rock band focus where they're just kind of doing all that kind of same stuff. But like for some, I don't know what it was. It didn't, Activision fucked it up. And it didn't feel a hundred percent right. And this, you, like, you called it out exactly. That it has the same sort of like effect that like the Activision Tony Hawk games did before this new one, uh, or you know the remake or, or whatever, because they like imported the code from uh, the originals to give it the um, this like crunchier sort of feeling or whatever. But these last ones all feel kind of bad, and then they it kind of just goes away. For five years, and then Guitar Hero Live comes out, and that's sort of more of what you're talking about, right. where like it has like a sort of live library of songs that you can pick from and play to. Um, but they changed the they changed the whole guitar for Guitar Hero Live. It has like three oh. buttons, and the it has like and each button has like an up and down sort of thing that you can do, and like it's not what people used to and it failed it like failed miserably yeah i wonder if the move is to go back to you know the because with with tony hawk's pro skater one and two which Mm -hmm. is a really great package which we covered on the show and and matt you and i both you know knowing that game i thought we're we're really happy with uh you know our return trip to it but you know they 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 just uh like you said you know that the neversoft developed those games they they just took the existing game and then they had vicarious visions who de- de- are kind of masters of remastering um do this complete graphical overhaul and i wonder if it's almost just time to do that with guitar hero 1 I just like so. go back oh, to guitar yeah. or release guitar hero 1 and 2 and just like hey here's the here's a, a an improved version of the peripheral and here is the those games that you really like the you had nostalgia for and then also now those are set up so that we can just you can continue to download additional tracks that work in the exact same way on that original feeling controller um and so you can you can play this game in perpetuity but it doesn't try to I think part of the issue with their with World Tour and with all their subsequent versions is they they just tried to tweak it too much. They tried to make too many adjustments, and whether it was by de, like extremely uh, uh, you know conscious and conscientious uh, design choice, or whether it was a happy accident or some combination of the two, Guitar Hero One and Two kind of hit that sweet spot of 
it's not exactly the experience of playing guitar, but it feels enough like it that it's accessible to everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and, uh, and and yeah, they 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 just. I, I wonder if there's just some uh, uh, an idea of going back to that. Uh, let's talk about the music and guitar hero a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, and and Zane, I know that this, this is uh, this is part of why we wanted to have you on to talk about it uh, because like. Like I said, I, I feel like the the music there, like I like all these tracks, but they weren't, it didn't feel like it was anything was trying too hard. Um, but like the tracks that stand out to me are one, I thought just like as far as in, in terms of the early tracks, like I Love Rock and Roll was just mm-hmm. like such a great guitar hero track. And then also the other one, like in the more advanced side, like Bark at the Moon, uh, mm-hmm. the Aussie song, that was the, that's one that stuck out with me. Uh, Matt, did you have any tracks in particular that stuck out with you from the, the Guitar Heroes? Well, yeah, I, I was talking with, with Zane about this, actually. I sent a list of like what are considered the hardest ones, and those are always the ones that really like stick out. Like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the earlier ones for me, like in Rock Band 2, this came out right at a time, and it was like the only time, I think, that the band Wolf Mother was like super popular. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And their song Woman is one of the early tracks in the game, and I, I loved playing that a lot. Uh, but like, Yeah, that was fun. That's a, that's a, that's a, an early song in there for me, but like, in in um, I really loved. I, I'm not even like an '80s music guy, but I really loved Guitar Hero rocks the '80s. It has some really solid bangers in that one. Mm. Uh, the Oingo Boingo track, "Only a Lad," is in there, and it, mm. it's so mm. fun to play on that game. It's so so good, and that is the that's the last harmonics one. So that one does feel in line with one and two. Yeah. Uh, and I would actually option that one to be included in the, in this proposed remaster um, uh, that we're doing. But yeah, obviously like through the fire and the flames by dragon force. Oh, is like sure. One of the hardest songs in the game, in any of the games. Um, the, the devil went down to Georgia is in uh, rock in, in guitar hero three, which I didn't know. Yeah, so you never got yeah. to, you never got to meet the devil. You never no. got to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight, yes. did you? Uh, he's in the he's in the game, uh, and his name is Lou, and that is <laughs> that is funny. I that, that is funny. It, it's good. Yeah. Wow. Um, but one by Metallica. I know you're a big oh, Metallica sure. yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, all these, but like my friends, I had the my friend that had Guitar Hero first was a guitar player, and he was like a like uh, he loved metal, and he would just like. Sp- like smoke us all the time like he was good at the game and at guitar and i could barely do the game uh at, at first but then uh, i became super obsessed with the game and like i wasn't like a i have to clear this on expert or whatever uh-huh. but like i could never do any of the last songs that i mentioned on expert any of the easy ones yeah sure forget about it yeah but uh <laughs> uh jordan by buckethead is a, is another mm. one too, and also like I remember, even though I was a teenager when these games came out, I remember thinking that Buckethead was like a scary guy. Yeah, I like kind of afraid of Buckethead. <laughs> I think. Do we do we still not know who he is? I should know that whether or not we know who he is, right? I think no. he's one of the Daft Punk guys. <laughs> that's amazing. I wish that's true. I wish. Uh, no, I don't. Has Buckethead I, never been doxxed? I forget if we know who he is, but he's. Wikipedia Truly. says Brian Patrick Carroll. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah, a, okay. There is a there is a legal name. That character, it's, it's that uh, John Carroll Lynch is what I was just thinking of. I was like, <laughs> maybe, you know, what? maybe he was always known, but as like a twelve year old in high, in like you know on the school campus, I'm like, dude, and know nobody who knows who exactly. he is. Yeah, exactly. But like know. because he's so good at guitar, yeah, and exactly. you don't know what his face. Looks also, like- you can unlock Luigi and Yoshi <laughs> in Super Mario. Okay, all right, I'll just play the game for a thousand hours. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at him right now, and I, I don't think I've quite shaken this feeling. I do think I am afraid of Buckethead. He's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little scary. Oh yeah, yeah, cartoony. Uh, but but Zane, mm-hmm. you you brought your guitar here in studio. I did. Yep. And 
I don't know if uh, I'm just gonna the maybe some of, of these songs aren't as hard as we think they are. Well, the rest of the podcast, if you guys want to listen, I'm gonna play through all the solos, top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> is there one? Is I mean, is there like a song in particular where you're like? I could do that one. Well, so but, I, I listen. I, I yeah. like listened through the songs a little bit. I didn't have as much time to like learn them. I, I would have actually learned pieces of these solos had I had a little more time. Mm-hmm. But um, I wrote down, like I I scored them. Like what's actually hard? Oh, okay, like, out of five stars. Yeah. And I also put a thing next to it of how many hours it would take me to learn it. <laughs> <laughs> how long to learn? Well, yeah. Because in Evan and Zane, that that band I was talking about, we uh, uh we did a theme. We do theme shows, and uh-huh. she picked birds, or we called it Aves. And she and the two days before our gig, it was a stream gig. She's like, "Hey, can you learn Freebird?" I was like, "Well, yeah. I mean, but I was like two days away. I don't know if I uh, I'm like busy with other stuff." She's like, "All right, well, no no worries. But if you can." And then about three hours before she came over to sound check at my streaming studio on Twitch, I learned Freebird live. Wow. wow! And I think there's a video on YouTube that I put up of like me learning Freebird in like 60 minutes or whatever I had time for. <laughs> but I, I was reading it on a chart too, so I didn't okay. memorize it. Yeah. But so I, I and also I've learned so many solos and I've I've done my own. So yeah, I put down for each song that you told me about yeah. how long I think it would take me personally. But what does that mean to anyone? Yeah. Um. But I thought. Well, Zane's really good. I don't know. See? Yeah, see? Um, but no, there. I, I wrote down like five things about what makes a solo hard and guitar, okay. and I thought that might be fun to very yeah, briefly yeah, yeah. go Please. through. Yeah, Because it it translates differently on a controller. Right. Um. So whenever I'm learning a solo or learning any piece that's like challenging, I, I feel like there are five variables. So one of them is speed, obviously. Like, is this too fast to play? Which is not the same as tempo. Like there can be a song that's, you know, real slow down here and the guitar is like doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of speed, but the right. song's slow. So the speed of the right hand has to go in. Um, and the the benefit of the controller versus a real guitar is you're just, you know, paddling up and down with your right hand. Uh, you don't have to change strings. Whereas on guitar, it's a little tune. But when you're going up uh, that scale, I'm switching from one string to another, to another, another, to another, to another. So when you're doing alternate picking across strings, which is like truly one of my Achilles uh, heels on guitar, uh, it's hard to keep that that right hand going. Yeah, like, and for everybody yeah. at home, there's six strings on this. Thing. Six string, yeah, exactly. That's a, that's like it. It seems obvious, but I think that's a really important point because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's a it's a thing you I don't ever I realize I never really thought about when I was playing guitar. I was like, yeah, you just are strumming the one thing exactly. And so like if if I'm doing a Django Reinhardt thing, like that sort of thing, if yeah. I'm on one string, like. That's easy because the right hand is just on this one string, just like the controller for guitar. If I'm going at that tempo, like like alternate picking, there are a lot of guys who can do that. That's just my one Achilles heel. Yeah. But I can I can do economy picking. Or that would sound really bad, but like that tempo. Da, 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 if you're using uh, economy picking, which is where you don't actually attack each string, you just like hammer on. That, that's a little easier. Um. So yeah, guitar hero is like kind of the easiest you can have for yeah. the right hand. So, but still, speed's important, especially with the left hand on the, the controller. The distance between pitches, every instrument has its own unique challenge. Like, when you play trumpet, freaking having to change partials, to, yeah. that's really hard. Actually, the biggest problem for me was that I had braces when I was playing oh, it, and it was, right. like, very, very hard. That's yeah. rough. But on guitar, it's it's switching strings, generally. Because, yeah. like, you can sweep on a, on a guitar, as long as the strings are next to each other. But if you're going between strings... Whatever that sort of stuff, you really have to alternate pick. You can't hammer on or pull off. Mm. So one of these songs that you sent me, I'm like, oh god, that there's there's one song that's by far the hardest. Yeah, what you sent because of that. Um, but then can, there's, can we just and, and I, I'm sorry, I don't mean yeah. to make you over explain, but can can you just 
uh, talk through like what hammering on means yes. or somebody maybe doesn't know what Great, good guitaring question. at all. And it happens in Guitar Hero too because you can like pick once and then you do that with your left hand. Okay, you go between yes. those two squares. So hammering on is you pick the note with the right hand. So this part, my right hand's hitting the pick. And then instead of hitting this note with the pick again, like that, I hit the first note and then I just slam my left hand finger down really hard on the fretboard. And so it creates okay. that pitch without me having to actually pick it with my right hand. Pulling off the inverse where I start on this top note, and then I, when I go down to this note below it, instead of picking it, I pull my index or my ring finger away from the fretboard. So it's like it's like picking it as though it was a pick. And so you're playing the lower pitch again without having to attack it with the right hand. So this, I'm watching your hands right now, and I'm just like, I'm never going to learn how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are a few different techniques. But so so that's the that's the third part of like what makes a solo hard to me yeah. is how many novel techniques are there? Like, are you tapping, which I'm not great at? Like, when you hear a eruption, everything I'm doing is pulling off. So I'm not actually picking with my right hand. My, If you can imagine as a listener, my right hand is on the fretboard. I'm not attacking with the pick, and I just hit it really hard. I tap it down. Pull off both fingers. So this whole thing. Whatever. I don't even know the notes I was trying to hit, but whatever. So is there tapping? Well, a lot of people like myself don't really practice tapping. So yeah. that might make it hard on a real guitar. Are there pinch harmonics, which is like that song Spiderwebs, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, it's hard to do an acoustic, but where is it? I'm so bad at pinch harmonics. See? There. I'm so bad at this. Like, I love that I'm doing great. guitar, but anyway, so long story. Are there pinch harmonics? Are there harp harmonics, which is where you pick a note on the fretboard, like, say, third fret? You go up an octave, like, yeah. 12 frets, and then you pinch it with your index finger and, and thumb, like that. So that sounds like a harp, kind of. Is that a technique? Are we sweep picking, which is where you take your pick, and you literally sweep it across the strings, like, you're not individually picking... And this is like a Frank on Bali technique or any metal guy. Is there sweet picking? Is there alternate picking? So on guitar, it's like which one of those techniques are being used? It makes it hard. So you might hear a song that's like... And it's like, wow, that's so fast and hard. The audience applauds. Yeah. It's like the easiest thing I've played today so far. <laughs> right. The right hand's just going fast, but I'm on one string. It's not like some novel technique. Yeah. Um, I'm almost done here. Okay. The fourth thing is, is it motif based? Like, am I continually hearing the same repetitive melody or is it like a melody based thing where the notes keep changing? So mm. if it's motif based, maybe my solo in G minor might be like. That was mostly a motif. Wow. Then mm. I did it again and I came back to it. What if my solo was like this instead of melody based? Everything that happened there was completely yeah. unique. So that, right. that's a lot harder on, you know, when you're learning a solo. Um, and then the last thing is, is it's, it, it's kind of like to put them in video game terms. It's yeah. kind of like, if it's like, okay, I've got, there's a really simple attack pattern here. I know I've got to like, you yeah. know, like, 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 like this is, they're going to do these few things in sequence okay. and maybe change up the order versus like, Hey, here's a, here's an enemy that's got like 18 different attacks and they're going to come out randomly. I have no idea. And they just have to be prepared for everything. That's exactly. so smart. Yeah. yeah. You're smart. <laughs> no, but also I'm like rushing, I'm like rushing through all these things. So sorry to the listener. Like you're doing what great. Is happening. No, yeah. this is can a, can I ask you a stupid I'm, question. I'm just listening. Yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. 
How does Tom Morello make his guitar sound like a computer? Okay, that's actually legitimate. It's called the Digitech Whammy pedal. Okay. There's an analog version and there's now a digital version, but it's a pedal where you hit the note and then you push up on the pedal and it goes up an octave okay. or up two octaves and it sweeps through it. I use that, but I have two of those. I freaking love that pedal. Although whenever you use it, it's like, yeah. oh, you're Tom Morello. It's like he's yeah, he, sure. He's like the guy that does it. Yeah. yeah. But um, but I've seen him do it. It's uh, it's like a magic trick. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Actually, it's insane. <laughs> um, but the thing you said too about input uh, things of you know what might be harder, it makes me think of like the sure you can in Street Fighter, like forward, oh, sure. down, diagonal. That's hard for me to hit. Whereas E Honda's like fast hand, just mm. tap A. So it's <laughs> that's it's, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one hundred percent. Yeah. But so the the last thing that would make a solo hard is is it composed or improvised? So a lot of times when you hear Freebird or you hear these songs and these solos are so amazing for sure, but there's a reason why people say jazz is the generally people say jazz is the hardest music to play because mm-hmm. you have to come off the top of the head like you guys do when you do improv comedy. Mm-hmm. That is so hard and might even just involve gifting, you know? It's actually really easy. Yeah. <laughs> For you guys, <laughs> it's kind of like, it is. Kind of like the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, it probably is. But so, so like, my poli- secret is I don't do comedy. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, exactly. yeah. If you say whatever you want and don't care if it's funny, you could just say anything. That is fair. <laughs> um, but so like bands like Polyphia or Animals as Leaders or Covet, like this stuff is really challenging, but as long as you just spend a couple days learning it, mm-hmm. you, you're good. Whereas I've heard guys like that who are incredible and, and gir- girls like that who are great composers, but they can't really improvise. So that is kind of the final stop on the guitar solo, uh, you know, train, uh, train. Yeah, sure. Yeah. A lot of those stops <laughs> on that train. But um, so anywho, uh, so what I did is when I listened to these songs that yeah. you said and like through the fire and the flames was one of them. You said devil went down to Georgia. You said Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's hard. Uh, raining blood, eruption, and sudden death, and one. So I like wrote all these down. The hardest one by far to actually play on a real guitar is Jordan. So wow, I, by far. It's because it's by the scariest yeah, living exactly. man, Buckethead. <laughs> exactly. But like, dude, I wrote down on all these. Like, this would probably take me two to four. Like, for example, devil went down to Georgia would probably take about two to four hours. Mm-hmm. I wrote down for Jordan, I'm like one to three days. Wow. wow. Yeah. Because there are techniques personally I'd have to learn that I haven't really done. Um, like hammer off, pull off, tapping straight into picking, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of the melodies are just like, it, it reminds me if I can use a jazz comparison of the Charlie Parker Omnibook. Oh, like, sure. You read through Charlie Parker's solos and it's just the notes. There is a logic, but like it's a lot of accidentals and, and chromaticism and stuff. So, and chromaticism for the listeners is like when you play... If instead of doing that, I went, I'm playing kind of the same melody, but dancing around every note mm. that was part of it. So like, that's hard to read. And Jordan's just like, some of these melodies are, they're not like, they're like, like, I don't even know what they are, but it's just like, they're, it's what? not like the normal order you would play notes so right. to, to, and, to, be, to really dumb it down. And you can't really put it into your random access memory. Like you have to process every eighth note yeah. versus if you're like doing a motif, if I have a song that's like really fast and I'm like, some little, whatever the melody is, I'm like, oh, I can ram that because I know this is coming. And then again. But what if that same amount of rhythm was like, like, I'm just joking here. I'm like, I don't know, random notes. That that takes more to think about. Yes. And Jordan's full of that. It's, full um, that, that, I mean, like, you, you know, it's interesting you mentioned Charlie Parker, because I guess he's kind of the same category as just like a virtuoso, mm-hmm. uh, a jazz saxophonist. 
Um, but the but like the like Buckethead and like Joe Satriani is the other guitarist. I think about who their whole thing is just they are just is just technical mastery. Yeah, and Steve and, Vai and, and Steve stuff, Vai. Yeah, yeah that's sure. it. And and they are just like you know that's their that's kind of their edge is like they are going to do things that other people can't do. And so that kind of makes sense, I guess, if, that a Buckethead track would have like a lot of that. The, the, that just like uniqueness and novelty to it that makes it particularly challenging. Totally. But the weird thing is too, though, I, I feel like you were saying raining blood is really hard on mm-hmm. Guitar Hero. And I wrote down like out of five stars, I wrote down one star and I said that would take me about 15 to 20 minutes to learn. Wow. And I was like, it's interesting because the, the right hand speed is fast. Yeah. But the melody's repetitive and it's, you know, a, it's a pretty, you know, simple melody to play. Also, I feel kind of bad saying it because at one of the Evan and Zane shows, Carrie King came to see the show. Wow, like, oh, Evan's that's cool. Great. And I backstage, I was like, what is happening here? This is crazy, yeah. dude. So I hope if he hears this, he's not like, mine was actually harder. Put his, put his, put his hand on your, uh, yeah. put your hand on his shoulders. Like, actually, that song's not that hard. <laughs> right, but his musicality and his tone yeah. is so good. Um, yeah, well, because well, also there, there's maybe an element. I remember uh, from a from a metal drummer I knew that like, saying that that you know slayer and raining blood and in particular was like really hard but i think that might have it might have been also like just so much on the drummer For, there right because he's doing his left and right foot double bass drum yeah, yeah. that is like a lot of stamina and stuff but even with that like i have friends uh that are just like the craziest jazz drummers and when when you see what they're doing, even metal guys are like, okay, that's a different level. Yeah, Because sure. you're doing what I did for four bars with my da-da-da-da-da, but you're coming up with it on the spot. And then while you're doing that, you're playing like a songo groove with your right hand. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I mean, the, the jazz guys still do take the cake uh, for as far as like, oh, my God, that's impossible. Um, but, yeah, I mean, some of these things I actually might not – be able to learn for like a week or two or more because I'd have to truly learn that technique. Yeah. Like you heard me totally butcher a pinch harmonic, which is like the first thing you learn when you're 12. But I, I didn't focus on that. I focused <laughs> yeah, sure. on pitch creation and how harmony makes me feel Yeah, versus right-hand technique. So I, I'm not really, you know, I, people for some reason do think I have, you know, technique and stuff, but I, that's never been my focus. It's always been the emotional connection to ha- making people feel a certain way and that usually takes place in the left hand the combination of harmony and the groove element versus like the, the how challenging is it to play so i don't know is there here, here's a question and and maybe you can't answer this are were there any of these that were particularly like more fun to tackle than others well as far as learning them like as a solo yeah just ha- or- had i done that i wish i, sh- I had actually done that. i will say eruptions one i i should learn one day yeah i really should because um, it's just so iconic, dude. I've like been yeah. here my whole life. There's all their songs are like such showstoppers. Like yeah. you, you could go to it's if you went to a Van Halen concert, it's like you got the best greatest hits CD concert right. ever. Like right. that's so fun. And Sammy right. Hagar might have been railing a groupie under the stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. I actually, I like just you saw, said in his book, "My Life in Red." <laughs> little Cabo Wabo. Yeah, right. Actually, I just saw Queen in New York last week. Wow, with my brother. And Brian May, oh, it was so awesome. Um, that's cool. But yeah, so wait, who sings with Queen these days? Adam Lambert. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, oh god, he killed it. Jeez wow, Louise, that's dude. such a that. How lucky did they get? Uh, that, uh, that Adam this guy, exists and can do it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, it was sick. And also, he did some really cool stuff that I feel like Freddie would have done were he alive today. Like being more allowed to express his fluidity. That like he was that's allowed great. to just do it, and it was like, oh, this is. Totally, what would have happened on stage in you know 2020 with him? That's so cool. It was amazing. Um, is he still doing the hey? Oh, oh no, they actually had a like a hologram of Freddie do that. Oh, cool. Wow. Or like a, a like some sort of projection or yeah. something. But yeah, he did it for the audience and it, it was awesome. That's fun. Yeah, but yeah, guitar. It's interesting. I mean, 
if Guitar Hero, you said it's coming back out, they are going to do that's they they sort of floated it. Like they're sort of like I, I will think buy that in 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 a way that they were sort of like, hey, this merger's this merger's fine. Uh, 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 Guitar Hero's coming back. Uh, yeah, let's, right. Let's Every, see if we, 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 that's fine. We yeah. want that, right? Yeah, we're not destroying. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. yeah uh, I would like them. I would love it to be back. Um, because my biggest the thing that I want the most from Guitar Hero is I want to get rid of all my old ones that are all I've dusted them off pretty recently and like played played some like rock band and guitar hero with some friends and they all work fine yeah. but they're 15 years or you know it's like they're they're you know over 10 years old some of them oh god no they are all like 15 years old at yeah. this point yeah uh so they they're they're shitty now um but i'd like i'd like there to be a nice new version that i can get and replace right <laughs> all the shitty ones that i have and and, and just be gone with them That'd be really nice. That would be fun, like having a really excellent Guitar Hero player play it on the controller, like like a song like, um, what was the first one you told me about that was really hard? Oh, Through the Fire and the Flames. Yes. And then have someone like me, like a, a guitar player, play the second part live mm, on a real guitar. That's really, that's that, really cool. I, I, would, I would watch that at a concert. I would watch someone pull out a Guitar Hero and do you it. You know what we haven't even talked about? Just even speaking of the controller right now. Yeah. People using the Guitar Hero controller to do impossible things in other games. Yeah, I, I oh, do. Yeah, I never get yeah. tired of seeing that on Twitch. People using dance pads and Guitar yeah. Hero guitars and various other like, peripherals. To defeat Melania in Elden Ring, exactly. they use the yeah, Guitar Hero right. controller. I love that. That's, you know what, though? Yeah. I should get a Guitar Hero controller and convert it to use on the Analog Pocket Nano Loop or something like that. Oh, and yeah. And play, yeah, like a key guitar kind of vibe. That's really fun, That'd yeah. Because, like, there's, like, I don't know, it's, it's interesting that, like, Cause it just is a controller. I'm sure it has more uh, practical uses than just plugging it into a PlayStation Two. Right. Um, but uh, I, I, I do. I would love it to come back. I don't know if I need a full on yeah. rock band resurgence. No, I think they. I think they. They should take. A, they should take a again the the Tony Hawk's part. You know, one and two approach, and just sort yeah. of like have a streamlined. Like this is. Let's go back to basics. Let's recapture what the what we liked about the original game, and let's just release it in in an upscaled format. Um, I was trying to look for the exact news peg for why we were covering this, and so I just looked for Bobby Kotick um, uh, news articles, and all the headlines are great because they're like. Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick set to leave in December. Here's what to know about his controversies. Uh, <laughs> Xbox creator says Activision's sale will torment Bobby Kotick. <laughs> Hopefully we never see Bobby Kotick again. <laughs> Karma is a bitch. Original Xbox creator talk, talks Activision takeover. Uh, yeah, so basically like everyone just, oh yeah. his And, and yeah. then the, the I think the one that, that has some info on it. At Activision's internal meeting, inexplicably hosted by James Corden, uh, Bobby Kotick promises uh, a new dimension um, of emotional connection powered by AI. But at, at a certain point within this this uh, this uh, weird press conference, he said, uh, this is the quote, the reemergence of Guitar Hero and other things would not be possible without the different types of resources. And so, you know, just the endless possibilities for the future that are just incredibly exciting. I guess it just it just straight goes to how desperate the fan base is for any sort of news that like they latched onto that specific. But he he is leaving open the door. And I think like with Mike, you know, Microsoft seems to be decently savvy in terms of, you know, what they choose to focus on. So I could see them being like, hey, you know, Guitar Hero is a thing that we have, is an IP that we have that we can exploit now. Yeah, so I we'll will see. say, I just thought while you were talking, it would because wireless controllers are so easy to connect now to these systems, it, I'm guessing they'd be wireless. Um, it would be cool to have a Guitar Hero game that had a, an actual 
playable element, like not not necessarily an RPG, but where like you use the regular controller to go somewhere and do something. Yeah, and then you pick up the guitar once you're at the gig. Yeah, that'd be like cool. a Red Dead Redemption, but for I, I don't know, I, I would play <laughs> for like, uh, uh, Busker the video game. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Troubadour the video game. Dude, I would totally play that. But also, we didn't bring up Rocksmith. Rocksmith, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yes. that's I mean, uh, and that, Rocksmith was I think delisted or is being delisted this month. Actually, oh, wow. there's a um, well. Because there's Rocksmith Plus, I think, which is the uh, Ubisoft uh, like live service thing where it has like songs that you can play to, and it has, and you can play any guitar, right? Uh, right. And you know, track your progress like that, or you know, in, you can use it to, you can use that to actually learn. But mm. people don't like the the subscription uh, model of that. But there's a 2014 version of Rocksmith that everybody is like, this has all the songs on it, and you could do the same thing, but yeah. they're taking it off of uh, off of online uh, stores um, pretty soon. And for anyone who doesn't who isn't familiar with Rocksmith, it's basically guitar, but it uses an actual guitar, and people yeah. use it to actually learn how to play. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. I've never it's in, I, that option has been available to me for yeah. quite some time, and I have never even considered doing that. Uh, yeah. I could be a freaking virtual. I could be. Buckethead Jr. over here. Hells, yes. <laughs> it is interesting, but I am reflecting right now. I just like to sit here and reflect. Yeah, 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 yeah this is yeah, your yeah, safe yeah. space. Thank you. No, but like reflecting on why I uh, haven't played this game much. I already, yeah. I guess we talked about it because yeah. I'm playing music for a living and coming home and not wanting to play. But yeah. also the idea- I'm not going to play podcast the video game. Exactly, right exactly. That's what I was- but I so- <laughs> I probably would play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so like I- uh, yeah, playing, what was I trying to say about the guitar? Oh, when someone's like, oh, I'm going in the mirror and practicing my air guitar, having yeah. fun. For me personally, I grew up with the nerdiest thing. Like, obviously playing video games was nerdy back in the day. It's mm-hmm. not anymore. But so was jazz guitar back in the day. Like, sure, yeah, doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I didn't focus on playing music to to have fun or, or be cool. I was like obsessed with the pitches and what was going on with harmony and all that stuff. So for that reason, I guess also guitar here, I didn't play it as much because mm-hmm. it didn't even scratch that itch of like, how, how do I look? I probably yeah. look stupid when I play guitar on stage. Actually, I've seen video. I know I look weird. <laughs> I like lift my left leg up a lot. I don't know what that's about. And I like make bad faces like most guitarists do. Yeah. Um, and, but that's but, more entertaining than, or that because you're putting on a show, you're doing a performance. Accidentally. Right? Yeah. So like you, like if, if I went to a concert and everybody was standing completely still. Which does oh, happen yeah. now. Yeah, that, but yeah. that is a thing. I know. It's hilarious. I, it's it's like, like, it's come on. Put on a little, but don't, yeah. don't do too much. Yeah, just write, just how I like it. Yeah. Just write. I don't, I'm not asking everybody to be Mick Jagger or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could I could probably stand to do more performing on stage. <laughs> I, yeah, it's hilarious. Uh any 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 final thoughts on Guitar Hero? I, I do hope its return uh, doesn't involve AI. <laughs> yeah, that would be oh, a bummer. Nice. I mean, like, yeah. look, I I I did have a lot of fun with Guitar Hero. It, maybe it, it, it maybe there's a maybe it doesn't come back, and maybe it just kind of had its moment. But I really did enjoy its moment when it was in the yeah, zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. Of fun. yeah. I it's it's gonna be hard to justify not getting it if they if they do come back because i didn't i didn't it. i didn't try guitar hero live because i didn't like how the guitar looked um so uh but if they went back to classic went back to basics i it'd be a, a hard hard to not say uh yeah i think regardless of what they do i think like the the big thing for me and a big part of why this the why it worked so yeah. well is the single player experience had really clear progression and yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah. when i messed around with beat saber i find it overwhelming because there's so many tracks to choose yeah. from uh and i don't really know how to gate I, I know some of this is is spelled out but for me it's like it's tough for me to gauge the difficulty level of everything yeah. and i always felt with katario was very you were just kind of like sent down a lane of like yeah. do these do these well, tracks at this threshold 
this order yeah. and then move on. And in Beat Saber, you're worried about falling off that little ledge. It's true. Yeah, right. Well, also, yeah, the, the progression of like, oh, there's more audience and they're clapping more. That was yeah, the that's incentive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Uh, well, guys, how about a segment? I love it. Uh, okay, so this one is this is our segment. This is our chart segment pixel this chart. Our worst segment transition ever. I was yeah. going to say something, but I didn't know if I was allowed. I didn't know How about a segment? I love it. <laughs> Five seconds of dead air. Oh man! Well, see, now I have to leave in the dead air. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so this is our segment pixel chart. Where uh, I have a I have a list of. Um, uh, I have I have a chart of sorts here, and you guys need to name the top five uh, in this chart. And this the the theme of this chart is uh, most streamed video game soundtracks. Okay, Ooh. most streamed video game soundtracks. Yeah, interesting. I thought that'd be sort of an interesting data point. Cool. Um, and this is this is going to be hard to. Um, are these pulled from Spotify? Where they where are these pulled? These from? are all. You need, the data is from Spotify. Okay. This was from, aggregated from a website. But these okay. would be these are tracks that are on Spotify. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. Uh, and um, you could, I mean, the thing I texted Nick earlier. I think I accidentally made uh, an impossible segment. Yeah, you didn't tell me the category. No, um, but hearing this now, yeah, it hmm, it sounds possible. But we'll just we'll see how we do. Here. You, I guess just then start see if you can name a video game, and then oh. I'll tell you if it's on the list. Are these? But here's the here's the question: Are these like scores, or do this include right. ones that have a bunch of different like pop songs and you know rock songs? That is that is a great question. It is scores. Okay, so these, okay, are, cool. these are scores. Yeah, nice. Okay, got yeah. it. I mean, the first one that comes to mind, bing, bing, or bing. checking in, um, <laughs> is Donkey Kong Country. Is that up there? Donkey Kong Country is not on here. I and I will thought. say, just to give everybody a little bit more, uh, or, or you know, narrow the playing field yeah. a little bit, I would say the top 10 of these are all within the last, like, 10 to 15 The Witcher. Years. Yeah. Sorry. The Witcher's not the Witcher's not on here, but that's really? a, that's not a bad guess. Okay, so we're so we're gonna we're talking like big AAA, widely played games. Yes. That does make me think of Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead Redemption Two is number five. Oh, wow. Okay. With uh with one hundred seventeen million one hundred ninety nine thousand two hundred forty two plays Dang. as of September of two thousand. Oh, man. Wow. I have another guess. Composer made 80 cents. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I have another guess that I know is not right, but I, I, I feel like this should get some love is Undertale. That's a great score. It's Undertale, really Undertale score. not on the list, yeah, but, a, not. but a great, great score. That I hadn't correct. played that game uh, until we played it for the podcast back in the day, and I did really like it, but it's kind of like grown in my, over time, I think about it more and more. And I yeah. particularly think about that, that soundtrack by by Toby Fox. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's really great. It's crazy. I really love the that guy, the the little skeleton guy. Oh, Sans? I love him. Yeah, Sans. Yeah, great. yeah. I have um, other scores okay. that I wish it would be on there. I know. Uh, I don't want to be wrong. Though. I'm just just thinking big, just thinking big games in the relatively recent past. Uh, I'm gonna say Skyrim. Skyrim is also on the list, number two. Number two. Okay. Number two on our list. Right, How about God see. of War? God of War 2018 is number seven in nice. the in the top in the uh, the top Great ten. Great guess. Surprise! I got a one. Killer guess. As you as you notice, and as you guys know to be true, I only play retro video games basically, yes. so I'm gonna suck at this. I got one. <laughs> nice. No, you, not a, not a bad guess. Doing though. Great. really good. Great guess. All right, let's see. What else is big in recent memory? Um, I, I mean, 
Uh, boy, is there a? We've played all of these games. Yeah, I'm sure oh. we played all of these. Is is there a Halo on there? Halo is not on oh, here. Wow. Yeah. Mm. That melody, but not though. a bad. That's like a good like. It should be. I bet you it would be number eleven. Man, the Dorian mode. Am I right, guys? <laughs> the the Dorian melody. mode. That's the melody in that thing. It's Dorian. I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, whatever. Uh, people love that mode. <laughs> Everybody loves that Everybody mode. Loves that Classic mode. mode. Plato loved that. Incredible mode. mode. <laughs> That's right. The best. Um, let me. Think. Okay. Let's see. Can I think of other games? Uh, g- give me a hint here. Um, maybe the first entry in a series is also on this list. Hmm. First entry in a series is it's not just Red Dead Redemption. It is number ah, eight. Okay, uh, uh, sixty-four million streams. Hmm. Would Assassin's Creed be in there? Because it's a massive game. Assassin's Creed is not okay. on there. Okay. I would say one of the games on here is maybe the biggest game. Oh, Minecraft. Oh, that's a great guess. Oh, not a not a bad guess, but that is not, not that is not here. correct. Okay. Well, but but this is the, like when you say that it makes me think of of Grand Theft Auto Online. So I'd say Grand Theft Auto Five. But I I feel like that's like I guess that has some scoring. It's number it's number one. It's oh, number one. Okay. yeah. What? It might be. I mean, here's the thing. It might be some of these might be scores. Some of these might be like the album that uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, you know, maybe it's they're listening to Laszlo Radio or oh, whatever. Right. Okay. I don't amazing. know what to do. That's amazing. Brain is fucking goo. What else would do? Uh, is there are there any Nintendo first party games on there? Uh, shockingly, no Nintendo games. Mm, well, that could be, but that could also be a Spotify thing. Maybe yeah. just Nintendo games are delist. That feels like the kind of thing they would that mm, they would do. That's true. And then maybe also like the user base of maybe that people love Spotify aren't really. Maybe they're not Nintendo and, people. And also, like, Mario Tennis Aces, that freaking two-minute song that just doesn't stop looping. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear that ever yeah. again, man. Yeah. Although I do wish that Dire Dire Docs was on there, some Super Mario 64. Get some Dire Dire, Dire Docs on yeah. Spotify. Be, it'll be my uh, my wrapped. Uh, I'll take a, this one's not going to be on there, but I'll guess it because it's a, it's a great score. Uh, Persona 5. It is not on there. I will give you this hint. Yeah, please. For uh, We have... Of the top ten, we have I think four more. Okay, um, and two of them are a series. Um, okay, or in a series, you know, are uh, what am I trying to say? Two, they're in the same like, franchise. They're in the same franchise. Same franchise. Yes, yes. That, that is one clue. Okay, so there's probably a big franchise that I'm not. I'm in. Are they Call of Duty games? There might be one of those on here. Uh, really? I'll just guess uh, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare is number 10. 50 million plays. What the heck is the score like in that? I, I know people it. just like really <laughs> trying to feel like, I want to feel like I'm at war right yeah. now. <laughs> I will say yeah. this score is definitely not on there either, but shout out to Peter McDonald, one of my favorite composers. Uh, Psychonauts 2 was ridiculous, oh, yeah. man. Oh my God. Not on here, but. Yeah, no way that's If on this there. was like a uh, a list of, uh, of, sounded, of of taste. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That would be on there, man. Uh, is there a, is, I'm just trying to think of, again, big games. Is there a Fortnite on there? Fortnite on on here. No, I would, the, the rest are I'm all. I'm surprised by no Minecraft. I would have thought Minecraft would have been on. Right. There. I know. On right. another list that I had, it was um, there was more Minecraft, but it was like break, broken down by, by song Is rather there, than uh, by okay. album. Are any of these are these all Western developed games? I would I hmm, I would say yes, and I would say that. Hmm. So no, one no of them fi- is not no Final Fantasies or no anything. Fi- no Final Fantasy. They are all single player experience, single player games. Can not I like just a World look at your Warcraft. screen and then guess? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't got this man. Wait, is, is one of them part of a franchise we already named? 
Because Red Dead One uh, and Two were on there. Uh, uh, no. There's a yet unnamed franchise. Oh, okay, unnamed okay. franchise. Uh, Alex, our engineer, just said FIFA, and no, Alex. Amazing. <laughs> FIFA's a good guess. Amazing. It's not a bad guess. It's the kind of thing that yeah. would be on there. Wow. Uh, give, give us some more hints. Um, be all day. The show. I would say um, <laughs> the show. Three of the games on here we've talked about quite a bit, and it would I would consider them to be three of our favorite games. Not Cyberpunk. No. Not Cyberpunk. Oh, wait. Mm. Oh, Disco Elysium. No, no but that's also. a great guess, too. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Our favorite games? In, it's in, games maybe it's like in the favorites? In the top. Like, As a fan of the show. At least in the top 15. Why I am I having trouble this. thinking yeah, of this? I should know this, too. Uh, I should know this more than you guys do because you're living it. But I'm like, I love <laughs> yes. the show, so I should. It's hard to I know should, what we say. On not, a, no, not, honestly, a, not a Shadow of the Colossus. That can't be. That's too no, niche. No, no. Um, and it's also Japanese developed, which we've already talked about. Hmm. There's, um, you know. Uh, uh, no Blizzard Resident games. Evil? No, no Blizzard games. These are all like AAA single player um, story. Right, take, take them one at a time and give it. Give us a hint for from one at a time. Okay, num- let's go from. Uh, let's go number nine. Okay. Okay. This was the sequel to a game that came out in the uh, very early pandemic. And that uh, oh, Last of Us Part Two. Last of oh, Us Part Two is number nine yeah. on this list with fifty-seven million plays. Yeah. And then Last of Us is in there. Is number three on. Yeah. Our, uh, on oh, our that list. makes so much sense. Why couldn't yeah. they think of that? Uh, one of these, I think you're not gonna. I don't know if you played this, Nick. Maybe you did, and I don't remember. But the the um this was the the sort of midquel to uh, this, and the sequel comes out on Friday. <laughs> oh, I want to do another bad joke answer. Please. Doki Doki Panic! <laughs> Super Mario 2! This is, this is Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> uh, Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah, this is uh, oh. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, the Miles Morales six. soundtrack specifically. Yeah. Wow, okay. And then number four... Is that the hint? <laughs> number four, we've covered on this show, I think... At least three oh, oh, times. Oh, oh, I got it. Wait, no. Uh, uh, it's not. It, was it during Cogember? Was it during oh, November? Oh, Death yes, Stranding? Oh, then Med- oh, no. It is Death Stranding. Yeah. Death Stranding is that yeah. high. Yeah, number four People on, on the list. People love Low Roar. That's right. And wow. that's, that's the, uh, that's the. I'm shocked that Death Stranding is that high. It's high. It's a uh, hundred, it's a uh, hundred and thirty-seven million, uh, 811,743 plays as wow. of September of 2023. Uh, wow. I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> um, you're going to give them two. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, and that's, so that's our pixel chart. It's uh, going uh, from one to 10 right here. Grand Theft Auto 5, Skyrim, The Last of Us, Death Stranding, Red Dead Redemption 2, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, God of War 2018, Red Dead Redemption, The Last of Us 2, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, that makes as a musician, uh, disappointingly, that makes sense. No, not that the music isn't good. They're all amazing. I'm guessing. I've never heard any of them. But, <laughs> but the, yeah, it makes sense. Like when something's popular, you pay yeah. attention to it. Yeah, all right. I'd say the of the games on featured on here, the the Last of Us soundtracks are always really great, or the scores on, in those games are fantastic, and the Death Stranding soundtrack is is incredible. Great soundtrack. And uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. That D'Angelo song? Yeah, we no talked song. about oh, it here. Oh, nice. Sheesh. I just feel like, man, freaking Celeste and Undertale and like, there's so oh, yeah. many. Oh, oh yeah. Alex Path Traveler has a crazy score. And, yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, that makes sense because there's such popular games. Of course, people want to hear their popular stuff. I'm not a jaded musician who's bitter. I'm good, <laughs> dude. I love it. No, I'm sure they're amazing scores. I need to check the, all those out. They're, yeah, that's... Uh, they're they're all great, and that was that was Pixel Chart, and wow. that was that was this week's get played. Wow! Uh, shout out to Alex Gonzalez, our engineer, uh, Dead, Dead Air Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. Also check out our paywall show, Get Animated, where we, along with Heather, uh, who's still with us on the on the Patreon feed, is watching Cyberpunk Edge Runners on Netflix. It's that's, available only at Patreon.com/slash Get Played. That's right. And this week we'll be talking about 
uh, episodes seven and eight of Cyberpunk Edge Runners. So catch up and, and and join us over there on Patreon. Great show with some great music, some great great tunes. And uh, Zane, is there anything you'd like to plug? Zane Carnier, guest. Zane, what what Thanks. a delight to have Thank you here. You Thank so you so much for much. having me. Yeah. yeah, I actually do have some fun stuff coming up with that band I was talking about, Evan and Zane. So we're playing October 30th at Zebulon in L.A. If you guys want to come. Um, wow, we're playing awesome. there. And then we're doing a little mini tour November 2nd through 9th. We're doing like Long Island on the 3rd. We're doing wow. New York City 5th and 6th. And then Connecticut, our first show there on the 7th. And we do different themes in each show pretty much. Cool. So like we're playing OK Computer. Then we're playing Psychedelia is the name of the set. Then Dream is the set. Then Halloween. But then in, on January 5th, uh, uh, in Glendale, California, we're doing that big orchestra show, which I'm currently arranging and orchestrating. Really cool. So yeah, some fun oh. stuff coming up there. And I, I'm actually going to be streaming it on Twitch, the creation of the orchestration and arrangements. Oh, cool. that's awesome. I haven't streamed in like two months, but I'm starting like tomorrow. And it'll be just like eight yeah. hour days of me composing and stuff. Uh, shout out your Twitch channel. Oh yeah, twitch.tv slash Zane Carney. So I would love to see you guys over there in the next couple months. And you've done music theory of gaming over there as, as well in the past. That's right, which we brought yeah, to yeah. this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kong Country stuff. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, it's going it's to be fun. But uh, man, I love being on your guys' show. This is I get to finally talk. You. This, my, this was a blast. It was so good to have you here in person. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Yeah, thanks Maybe for making again. time for us. Uh, yeah. But you know. You'd actually, you know what got played? The dang guitar. Wow. Guitar, you got played. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pick it up. <laughs> that was great.